welcome to the league, melanated gentlemen. Podcast. I am Spencer, and I'm one of your hosts on this podcast, and I am joined today by two members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen who have come here today uh, because we are in a heavy review season and we have things to talk about. This is Brandon. And of course, I'm Jordan. Oh, but wait! There's more. Today, we have a very special guest with us. May the force be with you always. North David has arrived. Oh, but wait again! Because today we have another very special guest with us today. Man, y'all already know what it is. It's that boy, Double LP. Huh? Don't forget the Jado! <laughs> Larry is with us as well. So. We have David and we have Larry because uh, this is a Star Wars episode and, you know, we had to bring in the experts, the people that uh, know the deal. Uh, Larry has been fiending to be on one of these Star Wars episodes uh, because, you know, Larry keeps up with it. He knows the deal with all of the movies and the animated things and whatnots. Uh, but before we get into all of the Star Wars things for the day. Uh, we must first do housekeeping. So, Jordan, can you tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, of course. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we are on YouTube. And that is all at the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. Or you can always just search LMG Podcast. I believe that also pulls up everything. Um, but yes, that's where we are at. Nice and easy. Uh, don't forget also to rate and review us on you know Spotify, Apple, or whatever other streaming service that you use. Because uh, yeah, that that really helps us out seeing those reviews. That lets us know that you know people like what we're doing, and we love what we do. Um, also, you know, reminders: upcoming episodes this week. You know, we drop on Mondays and on Wednesdays. You come through off the top rope. You got wrestling with Worldwide Willis. That was nice. Look at you. Huh? Look at that you. was nice. <laughs> 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 that is Brandon's weekly wrestling podcast where he uh, talks the weekly events that goes on and he also has a guest on there you know he, he might rock, rock solo dolo on there uh, so yeah that's that one and then is it I always get the schedule off let me think yes this 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 Friday we have DC animation with Spencer and friends Spencer what movie is on the docket so the people know what to watch uh, we will be reviewing Superman Unbound. Ooh, so we have a powerful Superman on the loose, and we have to figure out who can stop him. So be sure to check out that movie, and then, you know, once it comes around, you can listen to the review, or you can listen to the review first and then watch the movie. I don't know why you would do that, but, you know, some people don't care about spoilers. But, yeah, that is everything we have this week. And so, uh, you know why we're here. Today, we are here to review Ahsoka, uh, the newest Star Wars Disney Plus hotness. Um, Jordan, if you would be so kind as to run the spoiler warning for the people. Listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand 
League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us once again. If you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you, please enjoy. And so now that we have that out of the way, as is usually the case, I'm going to read a synopsis in my own words of the events that I saw unfold, and then we're just going to discuss it. Uh, if you want to hear about episodes one and two, you can listen to our last Ahsoka review. We reviewed the first two episodes already, and so I will be starting at episode three and reading down. Now, if you have listened to one of my uh, synopses before, you'll know that uh, they can run long. I have tried to keep these tight since we have several episodes to get through so you know uh uh if it runs long it's just gonna have to be okay because uh i can't let y'all just not know what happened so we got to talk about it episode three we have part three time to fly we open with sabine doing some training it's not super great but you know it's not terrible uh, Sindula has a meeting with the senators trying to get approval for a task force because she um, believes that Grand Admiral Thrawn is alive. They are under the impression that he is dead and they reject the request. Ahsoka, Sabine, and Hu Yang drop out of hyperspace and find themselves under attack. During the attack, Hu Yang uh, gets got and the ship gets hit. They are able to get it together and make it, um, and they land on Setos and hide in the forest. Hu Yang scans confirm that the Eye of Scion is a hyperspace ring that is set up to reach different galaxies. Balin sends a squad into the forest to hunt them down. Episode 4, Part 4, Fallen Jedi. We open with Sabine and Hu Yang trying to fix the ship. Balin's unit is able to locate them, but they are dealt with pretty easily. Ahsoka and Sabine are running through the forest and run into Darth Sia and Great Value Darth Maul. And, you know, it's on sight. So uh, we get the rematch going. Ahsoka ends her rematch and goes alone to get the map while Sabine continues her fight with Darth Sia. Uh, Ahsoka arrives at the map and comes face to face with Balin. Balin starts bringing up the past and Ahsoka says, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, shut the fuck up and get your lightsaber out. I didn't come here for stories, old man. So Ahsoka is able to stop the map from mapping, but she burns her hand. She is then kicked off a cliff by Balin and Sabine is about to destroy the map. Uh, bringing up the past does work on Sabine. Uh, Balin promises Sabine that she will get to see Ezra again, and she gives him the map. The map finishes mapping, and Sindula and her unit arrive right on time to see the Eye of Scion hyperjump. Ahsoka wakes up in the world between worlds and finds Anakin. Episode 5. Part 5, Shadow Warrior. We open 
to Sindula, well, Hera, and Jason landing on Sitos where they find Huyang lamenting. In the world between worlds, Anakin gives Ahsoka her final lesson in the form of a duel. Jason is able to sense the lesson demonstrating that he can tap into the Force. Ahsoka relives a Clone Wars flashback and realizes that she holds herself responsible for the deaths in it. Uh, she is worried that fighting will be her only legacy. Anakin and Ahsoka go for a round two, and Ahsoka comes out with a W on that one. Uh, she wakes up in the water, and she gets saved by Sindula's squad. She uses her item recollection to determine that Sabine went with Balin. The Senate is on the way to arrest Sindula and Ahsoka, but Ahsoka knows how to find Sabine, so they get up and they go up and kick it with the space whales and when the authorities arrive Sindula squad stalls long enough for them to you know see the space whales because you're, you're not gonna miss that and uh they take ahsoka into hyperspace episode six part six far far away we open with the space whales traveling through hyperspace the eye of scion arrives on the planet um Peridia. Peridia? We're going to go with Peridia. Um, upon landing, Lady Morgan and the group meet with the Great Mothers. Sabine immediately fails the vibe test, and they put her ass in solitary. Balin lets Darthia know that the Jedi Empire situation is cyclical, and that he thinks the cycle should and will end. Grand Admiral Thrawn makes his entrance, and... They bring him to Sabine. Grand Admiral Thrawn makes good on Balin's promise and gives Sabine Ezra's location and the means to get there. Immediately after Sabine leaves, Grand Admiral Thrawn tells Balin to follow her and uh, if she does find Ezra to execute the both of them. Sabine is attacked by nomads, but she is able to handle that. And Sabine comes across some locals that are able to take her to a village. She has finally found Ezra. The Great Mothers let Grand Admiral Thrawn know that Ahsoka is on the way. He is not one to underestimate a Jedi, so he wants to know literally everything about her and prepare the defenses. Episode 7, Part 7, Dreams and Madness. We open with Syndulla's disciplinary hearing for the unauthorized mission. One of the Senate, one of the senators is really just a hater and refuses to accept the fact that there is still undercover empire activity. Uh, C-3PO shows up right on time saying that Leia herself sanctioned the mission. So not only is Syndulla free to go, but uh, they now need to actually look into the Grand Admiral Thrawn returning situation. Ahsoka is doing the Jedi version of going to the gym, doing layup drills with uh, Anakin recordings. The space whales jump out of hyperspace straight into a minefield, so they dip on up out of there, and Ahsoka is able to clear the minefield and make her way to the planet. When Grand Admiral Thrawn is made aware that she was trained by Anakin, he decides that they need to be super tactical due to her potential danger and unpredictability. 
Sabine catches Ezra up on all of the things that have been happening, and Ahsoka uses the Force to find her. Now that Ahsoka knows where she is, uh, she sets a course. Uh, Sabine and Ezra are attacked by Darthia, some local nomads, and a squad that was sent over there by Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ahsoka lands on the surface and finds Balin. So they start their duel, because, you know, it's rematch time, and she is able to get away from Balin because she needs to go help Sabine and Ezra. Seeing that Balin is not on the battlefield and Ahsoka is, Grand Admiral Thrawn calls his troops back. Ahsoka offers Darth Sia a deal because it looks like she has been abandoned, but she refuses and runs away. Now that the enemies are gone, it's time for hugging. And episode eight, part eight, the Jedi, the witch, and the warlord. We open with Grand Admiral Thrawn making it very clear that underestimating Jedi is a terrible idea. Lady Morgan is given her official cult markings and the blade of Talzin after pledging fealty to the Great Mothers. Uh, Kane and Jairus left a couple of things behind, and with those, Ezra is able to construct a new lightsaber. Ahsoka assures Sabine that she supports her, and the group uh, is attacked, and the ship is damaged. The group makes their way toward the Eye of Scion, and Grand Admiral Thrawn orders a group or orders a ground assault. All of the soldiers are killed, but the Great Mothers revive them into zombies, which is weird. Uh, but you know it happens, and uh, they're still able to get dealt with. Grand Admiral Thrawn throws Lady Morgan in as a boss fight, so Ahsoka takes her one on one while the other two keep going. As Grand Admiral Thrawn begins his departure, Sabine is able to use the Force to get Ezra up to the Eye of Scion, and Ahsoka takes the W in her boss fight with a double tap. Hu Yang comes in clutch with the ship, saving Ahsoka and Sabine, but they are not quite able to catch the Eye of Scion. Grand Admiral Thrawn opens up a channel to... Ahsoka ship, he begins monologuing, and then he jumps into hyperspace, leaving Ahsoka and Sabine stranded. Darth Sia joins the nomads, Balin finds a mountain with some faces carved into it, Ezra is able to join back up with Syndulla, and Ahsoka and Sabine accept their situation and make a home with the spirit of Anakin keeping an eye on them. Ladies and gentlemen, that is... Ahsoka. Great work. Yeah. Very useful. That was a lot. I don't know how you was able to like keep going like that. That was like some preacher mode right there. That was a lot. Boy, you'd be taking notes. Man, I'm <laughs> telling you, I was reviewing my notes while you was reading, and I was like, damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's the thing. I kept this tight because uh, there's probably some like random details that I started to, to write down. And I was like, nah, nah, right. we, we're good. Because I, uh, like I said, I try not to do these like I do movies with movies. Like, I I try to cover everything. With these, I tried to cover the big moments and the moments that I thought may or may not be important. But it's hard for me to know what's important because, um, you know, that's why y'all are here. So, <laughs> Brandon, let's start with you. As our League of Melanated Gentlemen resident Star Wars uh, person. Enth enthusiast. 
Yeah, we'll say enthusiast. It's yeah, a little disrespectful, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I thought I thought this was great. I thought it was a really good show. Um, I don't think it's better. It's not as good as Andor, but it's for what it was. It was amazing, and it was kind of a like a Rebels fifth season kind of. And uh, and we talked about that in our first review. Um, kind of talking we about sure it. Did. Yeah, is it a Soka show? Is it a Rebel show? I thought they did a good job of like mixing a little bit of both. Um, because we got a little bit of Anakin. They talked a lot about Soka and her master and her backstory and kind of like, you know, closing that chapter for her. But then also, you know, we uh reunited with Ezra and he was a cool part of it and Sabine and everybody. So um overall, I thought it was really good. Really, really good work. Okay. Okay. Normally for movies, uh we I'm not gonna say normally because we change it up every time. Um we try to do like a before we go over it ranking and then an after we go over it ranking. Uh Brandon, right. do you have a like out I still the have door? those too? I still have, and, okay. I, and we also talked about it last time too, like what we kind of thought the season would be. Okay. Um, and I still have those. I give it I give it a strong eight. I give it an eight. Okay. Okay. Uh Larry, you have not been on a Star Wars episode. So what were your thoughts? Hey man, I um uh, I, I just be so excited to see the live action version of everybody. Cause once again, back back years ago on Cartoon Network, you know, I I saw this, I'm like, man, you know, then the movies come out and I was like that's cool. People really don't know what it's going to be about, but there's really a backstory to things that just don't know. Um, <coughs> uh, I enjoyed it, though. thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, I was excited for it and things, and maybe because I have a little more excitement to it, I overlook anything that might have been like a eh, episode, and then I, you know, I'll probably hype it up myself for it, and then it's like, hey, that was good. Right. So, scale of one to ten. Scale of one to ten, I give Ahsoka a... Okay, so, all right. Didn't know it was going to be a season two. So, season two, hopefully, will pop off a little bit more when it comes to some things. But uh, I thought they was going to wrap it all up in into this one season right here. So, I will go ahead and give it a... I'll, I'll give it an eight as well. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, I don't have much more to say. Uh, it was, uh, it was cool. I had, um, you know, as we have said on this channel before, um, casuals need lightsabers and shit. And, yep. uh, that's what I needed. I needed lightsabers. I needed that's force that's usage. Um, and I, mm. I, I have no problem admitting that like that's if I'm a watch star Wars, uh, that's that's what I need space magic. I'm I'm right there with you. So you know politics is cool, uh, but because I'm not a big Star Wars guy, you know, that's fine. Um, I will say I really enjoyed seeing Grand Admiral Thrawn, um, and I call him by his full name because I respect that man. Dang. <laughs> uh, because yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn does not play around. Uh, yeah. he gets right to it, and. Whenever David mentioned that he was very tactical um, 
and he, you know, puts thought into every move that he makes and that he always comes into it multiple steps ahead. He says those words like he says, we are going to put her in a situation where regardless of what move she makes, we will be ahead of her. Like, so right. it doesn't it doesn't matter what she does. We will be prepared for it because we are going to lead her in the direction we want her to go. We are going to give her the illusion of free will when, in fact, we are running the show. Right. Uh. So, yeah, Grand Admiral Thrawn, uh, I see why they were like, no, we can't let him. We, we, we need to not we need to do everything we can for him not to show back up, because if he comes back, it's going to be an issue. And um, it's going to be an issue. Right. And that's the thing. Right. There are, like the uh, the grandmothers, they um, they didn't need to necessarily pledge allegiance to him, but he just showed up and he was like, bow before Zod. And they <laughs> did. And so. He worked a like, little underneath deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like he's he's a problem. Like that's what? the kind of villain that's like, oh shit, we need to do something about it. And, and that's like everybody knew it. Everybody that knew he was alive said, "We need to stop this from happening." Right. And I kind of wonder if the the senator that was a hater, if he's an empire loyalist or if he's just a hater. That, I said that to Dan. I was like, he really hate he hating too hard. Like you, yeah. you, you part of the empire, buddy. You yeah. You, you, yeah. you hate too hard. Yeah, yeah like and you're the only one hating this hard. Like that's the thing. Like every everybody else is just like hating quietly, but you are hating out loud. Like you... that's a that's a Hydra feel. Like yeah, he part of Hydra. Like, yeah, 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 boy, yeah. boy was trying to make sure. Like nah, cut that. And no, yeah. he's he's absolutely one of those people. Yeah, like he would lean in and like whisper for the Empire. Like he's one of those. So I. Yeah, he oh, he was such a hater, but um, I'm starting to get into stuff. Um, yeah, out the door, seven and a half. Jordan, I mean, I'm gonna just start with the out the door first. For me, it was like an 8.5. I was, I was feeling this. You, you give me lightsabers, like Spencer said, you give me lightsabers, some good fights, some great visuals. Like, we ain't we can talk about the visuals later, but some of this was. Beautiful imagery of yeah. what we saw. It was a couple episodes CGI. kind of stuttered a little bit. We'll talk about that a little later, but it kind of stuttered a little bit. But overall, I really enjoyed the story. I will say that um, Disney and the Star Wars, they're definitely trying to force you to watch their other properties um, because there was so much Clone Wars and Rebels that they've thrown in there. And I just like, I don't really care about any of that. I just want to see what's going on with Ahsoka. Oh, no, um, and I do chill. remember us talking chill, about that. Chill, gonna, gonna but I will say, I gotta chill. I will say, it, after I finish watching my long list of stuff, I am going to watch. I'm gonna try to watch. I have a watch list of like how to watch uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. Um, I may give it a shot, but I got I got so much to get to. Just because like there too this show shows. pulled me in. Yeah, that too. Uh, this show pulled me in more than any other Star Wars show so far, in my opinion. Like. Mandalorian was good, Andor was good, but this show for me pulled me in, and like it made me want to watch something else Star Wars related. What um, what what pulled you? What was the key thing? I want. I'm curious about your turning point. Lightsabers and shit. Yeah, like, every episode, really. episode it was like episode two. It was like they they had the lightsabers, they was fighting and stuff, and I was like, oh shit, Ahsoka kind of cold. Let me let me. She kind of cold. She can do. 
Yeah, so okay. it's like okay. it, it, it pulled me in early on, and then also the episode um, where she went into the Avatar state. Um, when we thought she died, <laughs> David, she was David, water. Yes. David, isn't that what I said to you? That's 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 kind of how that's what you said. I, you I told somebody that's how he's gonna word it. I told somebody <laughs> else that too. I was like, we watched it that week, and I was like, I bet she went to the Avatar state, and he was like, Nah, nah, nah. But uh, that that, I, at that that was a point that really it got it got it in for me. Because I said to David, um, just so I'm clear, um, in my synopsis, I'm absolutely going to call it the spirit world. But yeah, for the sake of correctness, uh, yeah. is it the world between worlds? Because I'm sure y'all noticed I called a lot of shit, a lot of shit it's not in the synopsis. And that was the one, for whatever reason, that's the one thing I wanted to get right. Because um, y'all heard me say space whales a couple times. Uh, yeah, yeah, those things have a name. Yeah. Hurdles, yeah. Uh, did they Darth ever call it that? No, no, that that that's definitely fine. Call them space whales, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't remember what Darth Sia's name is. That's her fucking name. Shin. Something like S. I don't know. Yep. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I, was, I was I was letting you have that one with the recap. Then it went interrupt. I was like, uh, Shin? Uh, you mean Shin? Yeah. Shin, yeah. bro. Oh, Darth. <laughs> and I have a master. Rule of two. Ain't no rule of two here. No, yeah. I knew what I meant. <laughs> so yeah, for me, for me, eight point five, David. I mean, everyone in the world has been dying, to, and I dying to hear this. And I will say, everyone I come in contact with, they love hearing you on these Star Wars episodes. I'm just letting you know. Well, I'm not going. I'm not going to lie to the fans. Not not going. Not going to disappoint. Jordan, can you please hold me to my reading initially and tell me what I said first of all, if you still have it? Because I imagine yeah. you do. Man, let's keep. That. I do. So. You gave it an eight point five. And I said that with a caveat. I said that it you would did. continue to stay at eight point five in my mind as long as they focused on Ahsoka. I would give it a lower rating if they did this a Rebels Part Two. And sure enough, they did a hybrid in my opinion. This See? was Rebels Part Two, but there was so much Ahsoka, I was satisfied after every episode. <laughs> and I will tell you all right now. Especially, y'all, the turning point for me, the one that really sold me, because we did the podcast after episode two. Episode four was the shit for me. It was it was the ultimate turning point in my mind right there. The lightsaber battles, the Night Sister magic, bringing all the Clone Wars stuff back, bringing all the Rebel stuff back, seeing all that. I was like, oh, yeah. Was that four? That wasn't five? That was five. That was five. My bad. So on five, so five, when they when they incorporated all that stuff in there, I was like, oh. This needs to be a movie. This is this movie. Right. movie. Wait a minute, you, you, right. you got all the things to make of a great feature film here. We got another sub trilogy that you could add in there, and I would just watch every single movie of this. It was to me Ahsoka, especially at the end, because <sighs> the Easter eggs, <laughs> Easter eggs, <laughs> Easter eggs that they laid in this show in episode eight. That right there. I'm so excited for that next season. It is still, if I give it an eight point seven, I get an eight point seven close. Whoa, to whoa, whoa, whoa. What, I what did I tell you last time? <laughs> there ain't no point sevens. It's either five. point five or point zero. And it's going eight. It's going nine. I'm giving it a nine. Oh, I'm giving Ahsoka a nine. As a, as a Star Wars, as a Star Wars resident expert, I would give it a nine. It, and the only reason I don't drop down to eight point five is because the unlimited potential. Once upon a time, I do believe it was on the LNG podcast, on the Facebook page, there was a picture put up of which two would you use to take over the galaxy? And I said, give me Sidious and give me Thrawn. And 
watching this, how they incorporated that man back into this series. Oh, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a yeah. big problem. And not only, and I will get to this later, but the references, yes, they, they do want you to watch the other um, other Disney products. I, I will give shout out to Mandalorian because I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the episode where they uncovered the treachery on Corellia in the Star Yard, that was a throwback on the way that transpired and how quickly they came down on them and how they figured that out and all the just surprise for the Empire, all that stuff, which I think that for the Empire things a sound bite from like a game or something because it would just sounded too artificial. Like I heard it somewhere before. Anyway, <laughs> um, in the Mandalorian, one of the doctors was in a galactic, uh, sorry, new Republic kind of like a holding facility where all these former empire employees that still were sympathizers could work and contribute to the new galactic empire. And he got caught spoiler work for those who hadn't seen Mandalorian and got put in a Imperial machine because you know, you talk about oh, you that. Talk about, you talk about season three. Okay. Yes. Where they put mm -hmm. that man in that chair in order to quote unquote neuralize his brain. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that at all. When you look at how the scene at the Star Yard, where all of them are like for the Empire, people thrived under the Empire. They thrived. For as corrupt right. as they were, there were people that made a lot of good money, that were secure, that were power hungry and got to abuse people because, you know, you know, corrupt power, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So all these people that were evil, conniving, they made a lot of money on the Empire. Galactic, the Galactic Republic, they're not going to make hardly any of that. So the sympathizers are real. And then you bring Thrawn back? You think one warlord was bad with Moff Gideon? <laughs> oh, I hope they don't squander the talent that they just unleashed upon this next season. There's there's a potential they could even introduce it a whole nother show by bringing Thrawn back. Honestly, right. that man is cunning and conniving enough to come up with some amazing. Let's regather a force. I honestly, you know, because I've seen all we've all seen all well for the ones that have seen all the movies. Uh, Snoke in the what is that? I guess is that sequel number trilogy? seven sequels, sequel trilogy. Yeah. Sequel trilogy. Uh, yeah. If Snoke had Thrawn, they'd have never won. Yeah, they'd have never won. Sidious, if he had made his comeback and Thrawn was still around, they'd have never won. Uh, it'd have been over. Thrawn is such a cheat code in Star Wars. The man had to be teleported to an alternate galaxy. <laughs> not a planet, not a system. They had to control alt delete this man out of existence. Yes. Just so the Empire could fall. If that will tell you how how important this character is, I don't know what else to say. And that's what uh I will say Grand Admiral Thrawn had me like he he was when he showed up, I was like, Oh yeah. Like I generally <laughs> the the political shit and like all that and like I'm not super worried about it, but Grand Admiral Thrawn, like he was he was who I was waiting for. Like whenever yeah. I whenever I saw him, I was like, "Oh, I, I understand why uh, we needed to get him the fuck up out of here." Oh yeah, like I see why Ezra was like, "I will sacrifice myself to yeah. get get this guy out of here." Because <clears throat> it's not often that you see. Well, I'm not gonna say it's not often, but in most cases, you don't see a villain that can take a loss of some kind well. And a villain that will assess the entire thing and that will say, while we 
didn't win this situation specifically. This actually could work in our favor, or these are the ways that this is a positive for us. This thing served its purpose. Like we got everything that we needed. He said that the one thing that Ahsoka Tano does not have on her side is time. (laughs) Correct. They have 89% completion rate on the cargo shipping over. By the time she gets it, we'll be ready to go. And she's distracted with all of that down there. Uh, I would... Ezra had to, you know, figure out like a little makeshift village with the little oh, peaceful yeah. people. Grand Admiral Thrawn had his shit set up already. Yep. Like yep, Grand Admiral this... Thrawn was prepared to, like, he was like, I'm ready to go when y'all are. I was, I I was really all surprised ready. to see the Chimera back in like full battle mode. Like that thing was ready to go. Wait, yeah. what was it? The Chimera. That's the name of Thrawn's. That's person. the ship. Yeah. Oh, Chimera. Dude, when he got when he got sent off, the the perg was like, like they latched onto his shit, but they like messed it up a lot too. That's why he they had did. to repair. A lot. So so Spencer, you saw that they had the tentacles and stuff like that. Yes. So whenever he, <clears throat> whenever Ezra surprised everybody, he didn't tell nobody he was doing this shit. Nobody. No, I don't think. I think maybe right. one person knew when he was like, I, you know, I don't know what he's about to do, but he told me about it, and then boom, they showed up. So. They used those tentacles and they really just like intertwined all up in his ship to really pull that motherfucker. Right. So that that big one that that you saw in the soap was, was 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 riding and everything like that. Whenever I went back and looked at that last episode mm-hmm. again, I was like, oh, that's you. Oh, that's yeah. you. Yeah. It's the same one, yeah. exact that, same one. It's gotta be exact you, same you, one. You the main one that had him like like how Thanos was hemmed up. Whenever she was like, oh, you will know. Oh yeah, they had Thrawn hemmed up against that stuff. He was like, yep. "Well, if I'm going, nigga, you going too?" Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He was like, "Yeah, I know." You ain't. You're not. You are not ten steps ahead of me this time. I won. Right. He, yeah. I would say like a uh, Thrawn. He also he reminded me of almost like a Red Skull too, like just the way he was thinking. Like I feel like he, like he had like that just presence about him. I feel like yeah. that's how I feel about Red Skull. In presence and demeanor, I definitely give you that. Red Skull, whenever he showed up for Hydra, I, everybody knew when that man was in the room, do not mess up because yeah. he'll just pull out his gun and off you. Now, Thrawn won't necessarily do that, but yeah, he will sacrifice not... you in a way that will make you think you're doing it for the Empire. <laughs> right. Thrawn is oh, like, yeah. Thrawn is the, like, he's a top tier villain because, like, like even his villains, like he, like he, he was shouting out uh, Sabine's art. He was like, "I like your art." You know what I mean? I like, Absolutely. Yes, like, some oh, talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, he won't even throw digs at you. Like he'll appreciate your culture, appreciate like Hera's culture and the stuff that meant stuff to her. But at and, the end of the day, like it's for the Empire. You know, what and I mean? that's the thing. I I feel like he's the kind of he will manipulate you into thinking everything is okay. Yeah, he'll gaslight the hell out of you. And then just ruin your whole shit. And now, in uh, in Rebels, and Larry, you can echo this. You know, it's it's synonymous with Star Wars to have incompetent generals at every level. Oh, the, yeah. the New Republic had, uh, so the Old Republic had incompetent generals that were trying to make excuses whenever they failed. The Galactic mm-hmm. Empire was known for that, and Sidious and Vader were killing them bros by like, you did what? <laughs> Choke yeah. dead. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> Choke dead. Oh, you're incompetent? Choke dead. I mean, they were going through freaking admirals and generals. And any, if you were an officer, you died. It's almost like Star Trek. The person with the red shirt is it red shirt people that always died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you got promoted, you're probably going to die. Like, that's just, just kind of how <laughs> the Empire was. But with Thrawn, and I, I've seen this in Rebels, 
to where when Thrawn had an excuse, everyone in the room was bought. Immediately. As soon as the man spoke, yes, it didn't go well. But over here, we did win this, this, and this, and that's going to lead to that. I I, yep. I, I don't think... But that's about- right, Was there a point in time where his life was at risk from Palpatine at all in their interactions? I don't think so. I don't think there was no. ever a hologram message where that man was actually mad. No. It, it sounds like for Grand Admiral Thrawn, they weren't excuses, they were explanations. Yeah. Like, he had a he had a backup plan for the backup plan for the backup plan. Yeah, so it's almost like nothing was an L. When, uh, when they thwarted Palpatine's plan, and Palpatine already knew they were going to thwart it and manipulated the Senate, it did to being a great thing. Like, oh yeah, right. they blew this up. That's great because now we're going to do this, this, and this. Like, what? Right. It was a part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> can I can I throw a little nitpick out right quick? Just a couple. Oh, yeah. of so all right. They they go through a whole new galaxy, right? So okay, let me let me start by saying that Star Wars. I understand that everyone can kind of understand everybody's language. Okay, here we go, here we go. I knew he's going. Okay, so they went to a whole different galaxy, a whole different place. That's like us going from Earth to Mars, and actually, no, we leaving out the Milky Way, but but we're leaving leaving out the Milky Milky Way at that point. Yeah, and then I go, I meet new people, and I can understand them right away. Did, did they don't, have, they don't understand that? the right way. I, Sabine did not know what that little motherfucker was saying. No, not at all. <laughs> no, she she did not know what he was saying. And uh, Ezra, Ezra knew like some words and some commands. And he, he had been get. there for ten years. Yeah, he's, he's been, been there, there for a while. So yeah, like, so he's, are, he's learned the language. Now I will say one thing that was happening. Uh, whenever Sabine's ride uh ran away, she was talking crazy. To that thing, a howler. Oh, oh he, he understood everything because that boy with emotions was like, oh, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. but the howlers have been spending time with Grand Admiral Thrawn, who also speaks English. So I assume yeah. that's why that thing knew English. They, they were they were quickly domesticated for what they were used to. But I mean, it makes sense if you if your ship, which life support systems are probably automatically down because they ripped a gaping hole in the ship when they transported it. I'm pretty sure most of those. Night Troopers, which is what they were called, were dead. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure that most of that army was dead. Or not, it's undead, but we can get into that. Um, but <laughs> the d- domestication of the animals there, that's just basics. I mean, Thrawn, if he's put in a survival situation, like the end of the world zombie apocalypse, I want that man on my team. He's going to know how to get crops going, guns going, and he's going to negotiate with a bunch of everybody before we're back to So, so, so we, we, all, we all just cool with them understanding the rat dog and the ninja turtle. Now, I will say this. Just, I, I will say this. You yep. cannot ever un- underestimate the force. And I, I will give the emphasis of this. And I know it's that's all that Batman. I know it's all bullshit. <laughs> But you got to remember where they're at. And this is something I was going to say for later, but we can we can slightly touch on it now. So the, pla- what, what, the planet that they're on is a force sensitive planet, extremely force sensitive in another galaxy. Correct. Yes. Now, that's, that's the, the thing. Point. The force is in all living things, Jordan. Oh, my, there we go. Oh, my God. That Balin, he'll he'll touch on it. But Balin being where he was at the end, it all kind of ties together. And even Sabine's force uh, force push, we'll, we'll right, the manifestation that. of her powers on yeah. any other planet besides that one. Well, there's one <clears> other one. <throat> we don't have to get into that. Uh, that planet right there, Sabine should have never been able to push that man up up there. That that has to do with the planet, the planet that they're on. She should have never been able to push never. him. Up. Oh, you're, oh, you're talking about when, uh, Ezra when he said, "Oh yeah, I'll just about... push you," and Ezra was like, "Okay." I'm like, I'm if sitting you, here like, "I will." Mean? 
we're just gonna, was able to pull away. I said, but barely. Two seconds we're going to get to that. You're we're going right, to talk right. about that. We're <laughs> absolutely going to talk about <laughs> we're that. Don't get worry. There. Yeah, we're going to talk about I that. Feel, I feel just like how Spencer feels in some movies sometimes. And boy, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we're absolutely going to have to talk about that. Uh, because I, that's that's in my notes to ask about that. <laughs> so real quick, audience, I just want y'all to let you know. I thought we were just rating this and we were going to talk about it later. But, you know, like Brandon and David, they kind of went on more of a spiel with that rate. Now it's kind of just feeling me like, damn, fuck he in this episode, though. He ain't even talking. He didn't like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't know we was talking yet. I thought we were just waiting. And you know, say a little something, something. I think that was my fault. Yeah, I, Spencer opened I started up a can of worms. <laughs> Y'all know I can yeah. go off on a tangent. My bad. <laughs> yeah, like, I, uh, I mean, again, Brand Admiral Thrawn, he, he got my attention. <laughs> yeah, but we will also at the end. So, like, like Spencer said at the beginning, like we'll give our beginning thoughts, and then as we talk through the episode, we'll go back to see what we rated it, rated it as, if it went yeah. up or went down. And Larry, if you need an ISO, we will let you have it. No, no, I we, 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 I'll do all that stuff whenever we get into the questions and talking about everything. So, yeah. To get okay. back on topic, yeah. in in my in my whole spiel right there, I give it a solid nine. I would love to see an Ahsoka movie. I was thoroughly impressed with the series. Um, the ending wasn't a cliffhanger for me because when you've been through Star Wars enough, you pretty much know what's going to happen next, at least how it's going to start. But at the same time, it was more than enough of like, okay, we got potential here. We've got potential here. Well, and yeah. I, I wasn't under the impression that any of this was a cliffhanger because all of this shit, like we're in the middle of shit that's already happened. So like there are no cliffhangers if you know what's going on as far right. as I understand. It's a. Again, it's kind of a David gap. Knows, David knows a lot of this because did you read those Thrawn books, David? I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure did. So you know that that's that's information I don't know when it comes to that because now when we get into season two and stuff is like all right now this is about to be new to me because right. yeah. <laughs> and I mean they do have to have some new shit. Right. But um. Okay. So. I don't know if there's much to talk about in episode three. Um, episode three is it when... Uh, it was, yeah, like, it, what happened in three? It, it, was, it was a dog fight. Yeah, that's all it was. It was a dog fight in space and, you know, you, you survived. So, so in episode three, um, Sabine is training at the beginning. Uh, Sindula is trying to get approval to go get... Uh, to, like, to run the mission. To Oh, yeah, out, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, okay. uh... We we need to stop Thrawn, and uh, the senator was like, what "Fuck you, mean Thrawn's dead." It was like, right. "No, he's he's gone. He's not dead. He's gone." It's like, "Nope, he's dead." I, you have no evidence that he's alive. It's like that. That's what the fuck I'm going to get. Like, bro, he, he was mean? pissing me off when he was like, <laughs> "Oh, you you're saying all this magic with magic whales." I'm like, "Motherfucker, you're in S Star Wars. Have you not read a book?" <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, like, you're a place where Jedi exists. You're a senator. This is real. Yeah, like, I'm like you are a senator. Like you, you know, space magic is real. Like, what? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, there was just not a machine history. that can blow up a planet, but space magic is not real. Okay. Again, I again, I immediately was like, oh, he, he's he's for the empire. Like <laughs> immediately, like there were to in my head, there were no questions about it. I was like, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for him to uh, have a heel turn. Or not even a heel turn, but just for them to reveal well, it, or for him to like say that, some shit. There's a surprise for him to pull out the say, for the Empire. Yeah, like I'm, I'm <laughs> waiting for, I'm like, I'm waiting for like Grand Admiral Thrawn to like get on a walkie and he's on the other end of it or something. Yeah. 
like Grand Admiral Thrawn planted him before he disappeared in the Senate. So that, yeah, like I, I'm just waiting for that shit to happen because that's the, that's what it's looking like. Like that would the, be pretty dope. Not gonna work. Yeah, That'd the moment he started talking, I was like, oh, okay, oh, okay, you, you just okay. Because he was he was way too adamant about it. Everybody else was like, "Hey, I don't. I mean, if you don't have any proof," and the chancellor was like, "Hey, we should probably give her a chance." Um, but yeah, no, he was like, "Hard no, I don't like right. it. I vehemently disagree." Yeah, like he was just being a hater. So I was like, "Yeah, I I know where your allegiance is. That's fine." So, um, yeah, they get attacked. They end up in the red forest. And uh, Hu Yang scans the Eye of Scion to figure out, like, oh, yep, that's exactly what we thought it was. That's it's gonna do what we thought it was gonna do. And then uh, Balin sends a squad. So that's episode three. Episode four, um, they're fixing the ship. Balin sends a unit out to deal with them. Happens pretty easily. And then we get the rematch. So as we said in the first episode, I think, no, maybe it's the second episode, when Ahsoka was fighting uh, Great Value Darth Maul, and then she just did the <laughs> lean, I was like, ooh, she called. She, he don't want to rematch. He does not need to rematch her. Great and when he rematched her, I was like, well, he's dead. <clears throat> like, there were no questions in my mind. I was like, he, he's dead. Yeah, and, he, he, he pieced her shit up. And yeah, she died. Now, when Sabine fought Darcia, I was like, Sabine, uh, I don't know if you want those problems. Because yeah. last, last time you got a little fucked up. Yeah, I like and, that. That fight and, was so cool because it was like, she you could tell she wasn't ready. And like they showed that she wasn't ready, but she could also use her Mandalorian you know, yeah, I mean, skills. Like she, she leaned into what she did have. Like she used well, okay. the tools that she's already got. All right. Let's talk about that real quick. This is what pissed me off about Ahsoka when it came to Sabine. If Ahsoka was happening at a certain season two of Rebels, which we saw on that show, I would get it. It would it would be sense. It would make so much sense. When Finn Rao came through and was like, yo, you need to unify everything back with the Dark Saber again, and Kanan was training her. That's not. This is not the Sabine that Kane and trained. I don't know why she was. I, she was acting like a dumbass. Yeah, that's, I could, that's not the long, Sabine at the end of Rebels. And I was like, no, 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 no. How long did he like train her though? Uh, I mean, it was she. She got all of her shit out. I mean, she she went through the whole little arc of this is why she did what she did with the Empire, and then right. you know she, she she wanted to come back, and at that time you know it was too late and blah blah blah. But I mean, you know, it just. Who knows how long it was in, in, in that time, but you know, he 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 trained her to where basically he matured her. Yeah, he did. And I didn't like that they were not showing a matured Sabine. They were showing that hot-headed, immature Sabine that we knew when we first met her. And I was like, I don't I didn't like that bitch then. I don't like this <laughs> bitch now. My dad <laughs> showed up didn't like that hoe. He was like, I'm sick of her. God. Why she got yeah. that bitch, Larry? Oh no, golly, that's crazy. Mm. Oh no, it'd be like, I mean, he's, 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 he is absolutely don't act like right that because what did Ahsoka tell her to do? What she do? You know why she that's did true. <laughs> you, 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 you okay. know why? But, but, okay. but I mean, you've got to you got to think of the overarching thing of uh, <laughs> Mr. Filoni's vision. This is a right. growth series. 
So in the time between the end of Rebels to the start of Ahsoka, which what is that? We're gonna say ten years, I guess. Yeah, I think it is ten. She she didn't need to pick up a lightsaber. She didn't need to pick up right. blasters. They're in a peaceful time period. You know how peace goes? You get lazy, you get fat, you get I mean, she's up in a tower by herself. Who knows how long she's been doing isolation things? You get rusty if you don't pick up a saber. You that's know, I mean, cool. I mean that that no, that that's fine. I get that. Well, I'm I'm more focused on the maturity part with things and just yeah, you know. No, I mean I get your point. She definitely it took it was a little bit of like early rebels type attitude, whereas at the end of Rebels, she kinda had like she ain't all the way make it there, but she had kind of like grown. She was a little there bit. though. She she was yeah. no, she was she was really cold in them last three episodes, man. She was really like doing shit with them when everybody was doing stuff. Sabine was out there shooting and hitting niggas. Like, yeah. I'm not missing. Boom, this is the Mandalore blood that I say that Correct. I am a warrior. This is what I do. I'm right. trained in sword battle and, and gunfight combat and hand-to-hand combat and stuff. Then whenever Finn Rao gave her a little wrist hand things yep. and stuff, mm-hmm. as you know, here we go. This is this is really going into Mandalorian just 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 the culture. Well, and you I, know. I don't if lose you, that part. Yeah. If you think about yeah. who she is as a person, her character development through Rebels, this part makes sense as to why she's not hitting those targets. You've got to think about it. She after the Battle of Mandalore. And they salted the earth. They completely yeah. cleaned that thing out. Yeah. yeah. Then she goes and loses Ezra. Um, then she loses her. What do you call it? Hera becomes a general. So now Hera's not there anymore. She's uh-huh. alone. She's alone. She's the her master yeah. rejects her. They, correct. Right uh, there. She probably turns and everything. Uh, she's doing Fulcrum so well. So, I mean, at that point, Sabine is alone and lost everything. And we know how depressed characters in Star Wars work. They go back to zero. That's just what yeah. happens. And and you know, prime example with Ahsoka. And I don't know if you noticed this, Larry, but it was something that was very keen to me. And shout out to Rosario Dawson. She played an amazing role. She always does with Ahsoka. But Ahsoka is a killer. Yeah. Let's not get this crazy. Ab- Ahsoka, Ahsoka should have the first fight. I was confused. Merrick should have died. That, that I don't I don't care what it he had an inquisitor saber cool he may it may not have been with that but we come to find out he was a knight brother we can get in that later but he should have died she should have been able to just wipe through a droid and a and a, a, a we're just gonna say a lightsaber user because that's all he really was great value dark yes great value dark should have been wiped through in seconds so Ahsoka is even you know the mature Ahsoka she's not even what she was in Rebels. We're going to get to that too. Yeah. Yeah. The sword, the sword play for me throughout the series was kind of disappointing. I really want them to bring back my boy from Star Wars episode two. The sword yeah. fights in two and three were crazy. Bring back the choreographer, please. Because, like, the yeah. moves y'all were doing were not Clone Wars animated series esque at all. Bro, it, it was, was one. Pretty good. They're not. They're not. Bro, and, it was... and Jordan. Go ahead, Brandon. No, no, it, it was one that, like, it, I, I agree, it wasn't as good, but it was one in episode eight. It was Sabine. She was fighting one of the, it was already a death trooper or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it was terrible. Like, the, the death the uh, trooper, like, oh. turned around, gave his back to her, and she, like, hits. I was like, oh, my, like, we didn't cut this? Like, what? For, for, oh, Brandon. That that whole little scene right there pissed me and dad off because the whole time I'm like, why the fuck did you drop your lightsaber? Right. What the what 
what is going on here? Like, what? I, that was like, ain't no, ain't no way. Bro, ain't no way you just did boy, that. Boy, ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way. No, that, that, that upset me so much. As I said, there, there was a couple of things that I felt like you guys, but I was like, boy, this took me out. And I'm just. I'm, I almost got low standards. Hard, I thought it was all I good. I hype myself <laughs> back into it. You know there what? Were, I, I'm going to need to. There were hit and miss moments, but because I don't know Star Wars very well, I don't know what like the height of choreography would be. Because you... I remember those early episodes, like where Obi Wan died, like that lightsaber fight. Yeah, uh, prequels. Okay. Right. And so that's that's why I was like, because again, whenever I saw Ahsoka like do the shit where she did the spin around thing, I was like, yeah. okay, okay, that was cool. And then yeah. whenever again, whenever she fought, uh. Great value Darth Maul the first time. I was like, this is good. I like it. Um, so yeah, there were some fights that I was like, that was that was fine, but like I'm not like, ooh, like I wasn't impressed by the, the choreography. The best one is like, like Ahsoka versus Anakin, honestly. I mean, oh, really, yeah, that whole episode. You were on the money yeah. with that. And yeah. we're, we're we're almost there. And and I'm not going I'm I, I'm spoiled by the Clone Wars. I'm spoiled by season seven of oh my gosh of of season of Ahsoka's seven. whole footwork and just yeah. double double blade and everything and I'm like now now okay I get it it's animation you can do a lot more I'm not I'm not saying that Rosario did a bad job with this it was she was they made it too stiff for me and she's not, she's not stiff Ahsoka right. is not stiff like that she's not when she was fluid. when she was fighting Maul. Like that, that whole <laughs> it's so beautiful how they did that in that stuff. I was like, man, they's really scrapping out here, and she really <laughs> beat Maul. Like that yeah. is an impressive feat right there. Yeah, when I did the backstory on Ahsoka, I, all the feats, all the fighting Grievous, fighting Maul, fight like fighting all the people she's fought, and yeah. hardly ever took an L. The Ahsoka <laughs> didn't ever really take an L. Now she got interrupted a couple times and maybe got kicked, but like. Ain't nobody just straight up beat Ahsoka one on one. And you gotta think no, she was trained by the chosen one. She's a legacy kid. She was trained yeah. by the chosen one, who was trained by one of the greatest generals, Obi-Wan Kenobi, who was trained by uh, the mystical Jedi himself with Qui-Gon Jinn, who was the who was the apprentice of Dooku, who was apprentice of Yoda. She's a legacy with these blades, and every one of those people in her legacy can fight. So she's got yeah. all of that training. She's a master of like I think three styles. Not some, one, some but three. Th- Somebody who gave Ahsoka problems was always Asajj. Asajj and Ahsoka's fights were, were really good because Asajj really could fight, and she really that, it, that that was I would say that's like the rivalry fight right there. Like, oh bitch, you back? Say less. Come on, we're about to start scrapping, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they so, they would really that uh that the uh the the, the frame arc whenever she got framed that, yep. that was a cool little yeah that, that was that was a good Asajj Ventress Ahsoka fight right there. So they need to they need to bring back Nick Gilliard. I just looked him up because I was like, man, the choreographer for one and two, oh, okay. I'm sorry, for two and okay. three, Nick Gillard is the was the choreographer for the original series. I'm sorry, the second series, episodes one, two, and three. He was okay. our lightsaber guru, designed okay. all those scenes. I need to bring him, uh, Dave Filoni, bring him back, please. Go ahead, Dave board. Filoni, go go get him back. He's still alive. He's still alive, right? He's still alive. Go get so- him. Is this a situation where we think they were limited by the fact that it was television? No, creativity. No. Pure pure and simple creativity. Because the amount of budget Disney has put towards these Star Wars, whether it's CGI, where it's hiring, bringing back 
old characters and paying them, paying new characters, all, all of like just putting troopers in suits, they could have afforded to bring back somebody who didn't look like they were choreographing Game of Thrones swordplay. I feel yeah. like I watched yeah, the you, Space you Game got of Thrones. Right there, boy. Yeah, that's kind of what that was in a way. I ain't even gonna lie. So that uh y'all talking about Ahsoka's battles and feats uh brings us to the part in episode four where she fights Balin. Now, mm-hmm. first question, is this is this show the first time we've seen Balin? Yeah. Just to my like knowledge, yes, he's a new him. he's a new character for this part okay, of yeah. okay, cool. So um Balin starts uh talking, telling stories, and she's like, shut the fuck up. Uh get your lightsaber <laughs> out. I don't have the time, Balin. <laughs> And so they fight, and so why is it that the map burned her and then was just not an issue for burning anymore? Uh, so the map that they use... Uh, the star when, map, I think, yeah. Yes. When Morgan Elizabeth activated the star map, she did it with Night Sister Magic. Night Sister, Ma- Night Sister Magic, in, in essence, is the force meets magic, in a way. Because all my sisters do is manipulate the force and it turns green and it's magical and allows them to do things like bring people back from the dead, which the Sith can do. So like it's I it's, didn't know it's they its were own using, little thing. I didn't know they were using the force. I thought what they did was other like was not the force. No, like, it all, was, it all was, things are well, so we're talking about even at the even towards the end with all the green bring them back and stuff, that's all and making all things sword. within the Star Wars universe use the force, including so, their it, magic. So Bro, every every magic is the force, the force in some form. Yes, correct. Okay. So then her activating the orb, that's that's Night Sister magic. You can't just touch that. I mean, if Balin had grabbed it immediately, it'd have burned him too. Force so, sensitive, not force sensitive. That thing was red hot and was okay. not allowed to be touched. So Clearly. grabbing it, uh, you know, and moving it, and then once once it was not like once the first person did it, it was like, all right, it's it's not hot anymore. I guess I, the time I would have figured before he picked it up. Because I would have figured it would have stayed hot until it was done, but not, like and she did, cause... no, because she got burned and then she dropped it and then Sabine picked it up and was about to shoot it and Sabine had no problems holding it. So uh, and I think also it got took off Sabine. Well, Sabine's also not very force sensitive, so the part of that that made me question that scene was the fact that Ahsoka has well, been on this so... planet. She is, but well, not no, they're not she... there yet. Yeah, that's there, not there, not there. But uh, I, what confused me about that scene was Night Sister magic has always had adverse effects on Jedi. Like when the Great Mother got killed by, uh, or I got defeated. She didn't get killed in that episode. We got k- defeated by Mace Windu. The Night Sister magic was doing numbers on Mace. If he wasn't as force sensitive, had control of his force abilities as he did, most Night Sister magic can outdo a Jedi. They are masters of deceit, masters of deception. And those powers are in complete contradiction to Jedi Force. It is. You can see it in the Clone Wars all the time. Whenever they go up against um, any type of Night Sister, minus Asajj Ventress. Um, wait, actually, Larry, she wasn't, she wasn't a Night Sister. She was just a... Uh, she was Yeah, she wasn't an actual Night Sister, was she? Yeah, she was. Yeah, I guess that's right because the men were just used as breeders and then as slaves. Yeah, right. she, she, anyway. was, she was part of she was part of them. Yeah, their their magic and in essence is complete polar opposite, one hundred eighty degrees out from the Jedi's positive use of the Force. So I can see it burning Ahsoka. Her being just so pure, touching a corrupt object. Yeah, 
Yeah, that doesn't strike me as something foreign. It is interesting, though, that Sabine was able to pick it up and hold it, and then Balin was able to do his thing with it, too. So, I mean, I don't know. Well, and that's why I was asking. So I, I don't have an answer for you on that, Spencer. I'm, I'm with you on that. Why, if you are, if something's burning hot like that, and you touch it, and then somebody else touch it, it's still gonna be hot. I don't, I ain't gonna say this is any Star Wars thing. That might have just been like an oopsie. We forgot. Okay, so, um, then Ahsoka is quote unquote defeated, uh, because she gets kicked off the the cliff, yeah. and then, uh. You know, uh, Sabine is like, I'll destroy it. Step back. And he's like, uh, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey. No, you won't. Calm how down. About, how about Sit that? Down. Yeah. My man, Balin, was like, this is light work. Let me put my yeah. saber away. That's like, light. Balin was, was not. That was disrespectful. Yeah, he was, was not affected by oh, her I shot it right there. That was so disrespectful, Jordan. Ain't no fucking way you just put your shit. Boom. Nigga, yeah. fuck you take this in. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I would have. Yeah, had I been, and we know what Sabine's uh, objective was, but yeah, like, had he disrespected me like that, being like, oh, I'm not even a threat to you, sir? You're right. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, clearly you don't need this. I'm going to go ahead and take care of that for you. Uh, but, you know, he gets to telling old man stories, and he's able to get into <laughs> Sabine's head, and he's like, I can promise you that you will see your boy once again, because I know that's the only reason you're here. You just right. want to see your boy. So, uh, you get on my ship, willingly, and uh, we'll make it happen. And um, she's like, okay, here you go. And do what do we, for those of you who know Sabine, is that within character? Like, is that something that, that is that a decision we think she makes at this point in her life? Post-Rebel would, Sabine, yes. I, Post I, would, I would say, yeah, because what David said with, you know, she, it's, it's been a while. And her they depression all, and... They, they, nobody knew what Ezra's plan was, except, like I said, there was one person, but the main rebels was like, hey, yo, yo what you... So so by her not doing that, like I said, I would have... Spencer, if you would have been on that plan or whatever, you'd have been stuck, because I really would have shot that orb. Like, my bad. <laughs> right? No, same. That's the that. thing. I, I feel the, like... We are talking about Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. And I if I understand that, if I know who the fuck he is, uh yeah, you're gonna be stranded. I'm sorry. I can't I'm, even guarantee I don't know if you're alive. I can't guarantee that you're out there anywhere. So right. if we're talking about the 50-50 that you're out there, but it's a guarantee that they will reach Grand Admiral Thrawn. Nope, I'm shooting it. And again, I would have shot it because he put his lightsaber away. How fucking that, that's dare you? Why. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even going logical thinking with that of the Great Animal Thrawn. I'd have really been like, damn, I really could have go got, go get my boy Spencer, but this nigga really made me act out of character. I acted out of straight emotion like that. I shot that kid's name. Like, damn, I, I really do my nigga. I don't know how he's gonna get him now. That's why I don't understand <laughs> why. That's why I don't understand why Ezra wasn't mad when Sabine kind of showed up on that planet because I'd have been like. If you have a way here, that means you know a way off. And if you know a way off, that means Thrawn has a way off. That well, his character not so being Jordan, surprised or not being upset, that one kind of shocked me. Because as right at the that. end of Rebels I'm, I'm was I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Yeah, we will get there. Like we're not, <laughs> right, we're not there in the show. She's about, she about, she about to be in the Avatar state. Okay. So okay. yeah, <laughs> now now we can step into episode five. So she gets kicked off the cliff and she goes into the spirit world. Now yeah. And she immediately sees Anakin. Now, real quick, real quick. When y'all say Avatar State, is this the way of water? 
Absolutely. No, man, no, man yeah. bro. You go jump Ew. out the window. We're Avatar, talking about the real last Avatar. Airbender? Yeah, we're talking about the last Airbender. Oh, that's what y'all... I, I, ain't even, I ain't even gonna lie. Y'all, okay, I'm... Look, I, I get you, but yeah. I, okay, I got you. Let me, right. let me be clear. Now, because there was water involved, okay. I will give you a pass. <laughs> Larry, if, I'm with you. If we Larry, with you. ever say Avatar, yeah. we are referring to Aang. And we are referring you. to animated Aang. We are not referring to anything live action... As no, of recording, we're not. We're not. I get you. Larry, I, you know, I was I, with you. I, I, I just, I wasn't for sure because I feel like Brand. I feel like Jordan said something like he just kind of watched it. You know, it's still kind of new to streaming service and stuff. And I was like, well, maybe that's what they're talking about. But I'm not for sure when they say that. But yeah, Absolutely. I guess, uh, we're not. talking about the only Avatar we acknowledge. That's on me. That, that, that's on me. That's on, I should. <laughs> I should have known Spencer. Was, I should have known. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Spencer. Anyway, um, we see the spirit world. Um, now, one of the things that we do see, um, do we see Sindula's son, Jason, before now? Like, do we know that she has a son? Yeah, like, at the, at the yeah. end of Rebels, yeah. he looked over at the was he a baby? He, he, was a, he was a young child. I think it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He did have yeah, a yeah. big head, I will say that. That boy had a oh. big old head. <laughs> The, the, the animation was trash at the time. Dome extraordinaire, which is wild to me because <laughs> a human and a Twilight having a child, I have no idea how that child is going to turn out looking, but that's not what I expected. That's not what I expected at all. Oh, yeah, Brennan. I see. Ain't no fucking you see? Yeah, I see. Yeah, the animation. Yeah, bro, no, 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 no. You know what they would have looked like? For real. Okay, Spencer. Uh, we have we really have a, a depiction of what that would look like. Gregor? Uh, oh yeah, Gregor had. I, I think it was Gregor. He had the. Um, uh, he had a. He had a Twi'lek wife. He he yep. abandoned. It was it was one. It was one. Our uh, the the clones went somewhere and they found some help with a farmer and they was like, oh yo, you a fucking clone like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh nigga, you abandoned your troop and they was mad at his ass. They were. Like oh chill, I'm not even worried about that. I got my wife. I got my kids, and them kids a real human and Twi'lek offspring. Them little niggas look crazy, but that's they what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, who's his, so who's his dad? His dad is a Jedi. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. So back to Kane. this, back to Ahsoka. Yes. Yeah, Kane and Jarrus yeah. is his daddy. Yeah. Ezra's oh, okay, master. So Kane, Kane, and all up in here. Kanan was training folks and fucking folks. Oh, oh yeah. So wait, where's Kane at? <laughs> he, he was the MC. It, oh no, key, hey, bro. Jordan, Jordan, you gonna have to watch Rebels, bro. You are gonna have to yeah. watch Rebels, man. I, I'm not even gonna get into that. You gonna have to watch Rebels. So, so Kane and Kane must be dead. Made, Good job, Larry. Kane even <laughs> made an appearance, voice appearance in uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Whenever, yeah. whenever, whenever Ray was doing her last little bit, and she was doing the father son Kamehameha to the Emperor, Kane was one of them saying. What you know, may the forest be with you, or something like that. So, yeah, oh, okay. So, this, so, oh, yeah, I remember David talking about that on when we read the first one because uh, Soko's voice is also there, right? Is that the one we're talking about? Yeah, 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 okay. All right, so, gotcha. Um, we see that Jason is force sensitive, I assume, because of Kanan. Uh-huh. And we see that Hu Yang is under the impression that like they're dead and gone. Now, in the world between worlds, we see Anakin say. And now your final lesson. And then they begin a duel. And then uh, we see Ahsoka reliving her Clone Wars flashbacks. And again, 
there were yeah there were a lot of yeah. moments where again i knew that ahsoka was the baddest and th- like watching her as a youth going to yep. work like i was like oh, oh she's she's a yeah she's in a war and then because in the second flashback it looked like she was running shit and yep. that, like, that she second, was in charge that second flashback should have been them fighting maul's forces on mandalore david yep you and we'll talk, they, we'll, they did that we're, backwards. We're going to get there in a minute. Backwards. Keep on going because I got something to say about that. Keep on going, Spencer, with it. Yeah. Okay, so the first flashback is the Clone Wars. And... The first flashback is the, the Clone Wars movie Clone Wars, I think. That was the little battle they were in in the actual Star Wars, the Clone Wars theatrical movie that was released. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. yeah, like that's the first flashback. And that's when she's saying, like, I hate myself i'm responsible for all of the death that has occurred i don't want my legacy to be violence and fighting and all of that um, yeah the guilt really set in yeah yeah uh do we need to speak on that uh so i only the only thing that i have for that is uh, dave filoni showing character development that's all that's all it really is uh the youth portrayal of ahsoka is misplaced because when Ahsoka, and this did happen in Clone Wars, she did feel bad at the loss of troops. That was not that battle, and that was not how she felt in that moment. This scene is a summation of all the things Ahsoka's been through. And the picturization of her always feeling like she's just Anakin's apprentice. So well, even as a, a grown adult... Her mental image of herself is that youthful Ahsoka. That guilt is the accumulation of all the clones that she lost under orders that she gave, because that did happen. But that scene is really just Dave Filoni's summation of this is how Ahsoka pictures herself internally. That versus was, how that she was my understanding. Yes. Because yeah. I was I was not under the impression that that's how she felt then. I was right. under the impression that reliving that is what exactly. made her realize Correct. that's yeah. how she feels. That's the same, same way. Saying yeah. like that, yeah. So yeah, like I, I was under that impression. Okay, yeah. so cool. Then, uh, Anakin starts to his eyes start going black, and that was dope. Like he oh, starts, the to, to, yeah. Uh, the sun's getting real low. The, the trans <laughs> transition, the transitions they use in those scenes. That's top tier. That's that. If they had done that, whoever, whoever. I mean, I, I you know Dave Filoni. I'm gonna give flowers to all day long because he killed this. But whoever was in charge of cinematography for this, these scenes, needs to be in charge of every Star Wars movie going forward. <laughs> they had me on the edge of my seat. Like, can you? Are y'all? Is anybody else seeing this? Right, this is right. beautiful. You've got Clone Wars, Anakin, Vader, Anakin, lightsaber changing colors. Like, you did all the lighting effects. I'm like, oh, I should be seeing this in IMAX. This is the episode they put in theaters too, right? This is the one they put yeah. in theaters. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that David was like, what they talking about putting it in theaters for? I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, see, I see why they did that. <laughs> so, they, took, they took a step back. I was like, oh, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> right. yeah. So in the round two, um, so we see how she felt after round one. So, uh, professionals, what did you take away from Ahsoka's mindset after, or during and after their second encounter, during and after the second duel that she has with Anakin once he has gone dark? What'd you think, Larry? 
Okay, so guess from what I can tell you is at this time, she's Ahsoka already knows, and as already she's already figured out and fought Anakin again, and uh, in uh, in this in the Sith Temple. Yeah, and now she's seeing this stuff again, and she's kind of just like, I just, I still can't believe that that this happened to you. I, you know, I just, I don't understand why, why, why this went down, and um, it, it really fucks with her because if, if <laughs> y'all, y'all basically picture y'all daddy going bad, and just like, I, I don't get it. Like, what? This is not the man who raised me, but here you are doing shit that you taught me not to do. <laughs> right. Right. And now you, you know, I can see, I can see the hate in your eyes. And let me tell you something, Ahsoka used to get mad and then Anakin, Anakin being such a hothead as he is, he would see Ahsoka get mad and he'd be the one to calm, as Obi-Wan would calm Anakin down, Anakin would be like, yo, Hold on to you. Right, Calm yeah. down. It's okay. It's okay <laughs> and stuff. And now you didn't lost all your cool and shit like that. Come on, man. So mm. you know she was just she was really going through an emotional thing in the spirit world with that with that second I encounter. I noticed his fight style too because I have it. I have it as we're talking about the episodes. I have it going just right next to me. His fight style completely changed as well. That second mm-hmm. fight when he was yeah, more darker, dope. he became more aggressive. Yeah, yes, like, that's exactly. I, what it is. I watched him change, and I was like, "Oh, this is good shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what blood I lust. and I'm not, um, you know, I'm no professional, but um, and I don't know if this is true, but what I took from it was we see that Ahsoka's issue is kind of living under Anakin's shadow, and that could include the darkness. And I feel like once she saw him go dark and she dueled him, she came to an understanding of like, no, I am not everything you are. I am more than this. I am more than violence. I am more than rage. And you going dark does not define who I am. Yes, that was the magical turning point. And Brandon, I really want to know how you felt about this when you saw those eyes turn. Because I I know how I felt. Like, how did you feel when you saw those eyes turn? When she finally disarmed him and took that red saber... And we zoom in on her eyes, go from that opaque white bluish color to that notorious Sith yellow red. Right. That brief moment. What you what you think when you saw that? I mean, I thought it was dope because it was like I feel like a lot of people have like hinted at like and even shit. I mean, we'll talk about it later. But Thrawn even hinted at like, hey, like your master went rogue. Like, you, you know what I mean? Are you you know what I mean? Are you going to you know what I mean? So it was cool to like hint at it, but. I think we all know, like, she's pure, you know, she's as pure as it gets. So, um, but I, I did like the little hint. Like, I think it was like a little fan service. Like, people always, you know what I mean, want to see a version of someone going Sith. But, uh, but no, nah, like, that, that's like Captain America saying Hail Hydra. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Superman oh, going, oh, okay. you know, all that. Like, everybody wants to see the pure person turn a little evil. That would be Captain America's ass. now i will say whenever that fight scene was going on and you see anakin's fight style change into vader i'll go ahead and call it vader yeah yeah. to be real if you watch clone wars there is no difference that's how anakin used to dismantle people 
Like the Clone Dude. Wars picture that perfectly. When he was fighting Grievous and fighting Asaz Ventress and fighting all these people, he was going for the head. Like he wasn't just trying to disarm and you know secure. General Skywalker was coming for you. That that's how that yeah. was. So him fighting Ahsoka, fighting his apprentice, when he goes into Vader mode and you see those strikes get harder and harder, yeah. and the ruthlessness comes out. And then she's able to take those hits, take those hits, and then like Spencer said, you see the flip switch in her brain of like, oh. I've surpassed you. Right. This is this is what this is how you ended. I'm more than this. And the disarmament, the grabbing of his saber, going right up to him, her eyes turn. At that point, I'm like, we're we're right back to Ahsoka the White, you know, Lord of the Rings reference. But Ahsoka right. the White has re-entered. Now, here's the thing that confused me and Larry. I kind of want you to touch on this because you you're a way bigger fan of Rebels than I am. Haven't we already seen Ahsoka the White? Is this not like round two of something that we've already seen? Wouldn't she already? Draped in a white cloak with white lightsabers when she fought him the first time and lost. I mean, OG first time, like Rebels first time, fought him and lost. When 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 they first encountered at the end of season one, so at the beginning of season two, they hit that fulcrum. Right. It was like yeah. who was fulcrum and stuff, and we found out it was Ahsoka. Okay. She yeah, she already had this first time we see her. When this comes through, she got white lightsabers now. They're not green anymore, like they right. were, or or blue. I think they. Well, they she abandoned her sabers. Remember that. What? She tossed her sabers. That's true. Yeah, she tossed them then. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we get we we do have that older white cloak Ahsoka at that time. That is, that is true. I'm so trying to remember. This, yeah. Seeing this a second time is just kind of like a, huh, Okay. So we're back to Ahsoka the White. She's refound her purity somehow. I don't know how they kind of like missed that in Rebels and then brought it back over here in Ahsoka, but I am glad to see it. It was a good transition. And when she comes out of that fight, which is wild to me, and I don't know if we should touch on this now or touch on this when we get to episode eight, but I'm going to just sprinkle it in here for a little bit. The world between worlds has been Ahsoka's safe place way too many times for me. Personally. (laughs) Why are you mad at that? So I have questions. So I need I need a tiny teaching moment for the world between worlds because she gets kicked off a cliff and I don't understand like I I it I, I don't Dude, I don't know what the avatar state. That's how so, she okay. got completely safe. So the, she surrounded okay. herself in air and she lived. So so my <laughs> first my first question. My first question, is her physical body still in the here? ocean? Yes. Yes. Okay. So she basically goes into essentially like Avatar State. Yeah, like like we'll we won't call it the Avatar State because you can still <laughs> you can still do shit in the Avatar State. So we'll call it like she goes vegetable. And so she doesn't yeah. require anything. <laughs> Uh, correct. Correct. She does in, in that brief moment. She does not require anything. But like the world between worlds is also known in like the uh, in Rebels as like the Virgin Scatter, and essentially it is a place outside of space and time where obviously the Dead Force, because you know there's two parts, living and dead. The Dead Force can come and visit you in a way to where you can gain that knowledge that you need to. But oh, in wow, Rebels, it was force. used as a gateway. And the Emperor was actually trying to get there. That's Ooh, how he yeah. was trying to get it. And I'm he was, if he, understand. If the Emperor if was trying to get to the world between worlds, if he was ever successful, 
the franchise would be over at that point. It'd just be done. There's yeah. two things like, that nigga wanted, and he did not get a chance to get them. But maybe, I, maybe I'll say three, because I'll go ahead and include turning Yoda. He he, he wanted that. But there, there was made two major things, and he did not get that. He's like, you know what? All right, I lost on this thing. I don't win every battle, but boy, if I would have had that shit. All right, so what David just said, told you with that, uh, I look at it as a I look at the world between worlds as a time portal as well. You can go wherever you need to go and 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 do these moments and utilize that how you please and and manipulate that. That's what I get out of the world between worlds. Just being from the Avatar, but okay. Well, I mean, like, so, think about this way: uh, who's the who's the fire fire um, fire Avatar? Was I? I was uh, the fire at Roku. Roku. Oh, Roku. So Roku can't go through the Avatar state, reach into Aang's body at any point in time in his life and save it. So when Avatar Aang died at the age of forty something, none of the Avatars reached from the past to bring him out and save him from that instance, or jump into his body and take over to make him live. And that nigga died. None of that could happen. Yeah, but, but Ki- I will say, uh, Kiyoshi did take over at one point. Uh, she, she, she did. She did. Yep. I will say she did uh, show up and like show out. Because but... whenever, uh, whenever, uh, whenever they were like, you muzzled Appa? That was oh, Kiyoshi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Kiyoshi showed up. <laughs> but the world between Stay worlds in Star Wars, we saw that Ezra, a future Ezra, whenever Ahsoka was about to die the first time, went through the world between worlds to save her and pull her out. He used that gateway at that point in time to save her because she's about to die. So yeah, he was yeah, like, that, "Oh that no, was, that was, not one, that was one of those ales that she was about to get." Yeah. Correct. She was. He was. He was done. <laughs> he went into the world between worlds, went and got her, and pulled her out and saved her. He didn't know what he was looking at. He all he was seeing was stuff. He's like, "Wait, what?" Or he's like, "I remember this time." So he's like, "Wait, wait, whoa, 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 Ahsoka, Ahsoka!" Boom, reach in and was like, "Oh shit!" So it it, it does operate. Similar to the spirit world, but there's a lot more freedom to do things Correct. in it. There's a lot because... more impacts. Like when Larry said it's a portal, it's a legit portal. Like your physical and force like self can enter and mess some stuff up. Which and, and like the world between worlds is a force entity. It is not so like like Jordan's been saying the Avatar state, it is something only force people that are imbued with the power of the force that are super force strong and force sensitive can enter. Can't just regular people do that. That's not a regular person thing. You can't just, oh, hey, here's a key. I'm going to go see Infinity and get right. my wish granted. Only, only, only the Avatar can do it. You're right. And so, can, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> so, can, uh, so, every time Ahsoka has been in the world between worlds, has it been, has any of it been willingly or has she been taken there by almost dying or something? So far, she's about to die every time I've seen her. Right. That's facts. So she's it's got a lot of armor, something fierce. That's why Dave got a problem with it, which I don't know why he got a problem with it. I will know? say, I will say, I read like I, I heard heard some Dave Filoni interviews. It seems uh-huh. like he's trying to retcon it a little bit. Like he doesn't want it to be a time portal thing, right? So he doesn't want it to be a oh okay. So then just go save, you know, uh, you know, Qui Gon, or go save, you know what I mean? He doesn't want it to be that. So I think he's trying to make it what it is now, where it's. You're going through experiences, but you're not necessarily changing them. You're just going through them and getting a lesson from it and then going back where you were. But it sounds like he's trying to retcon that. Because, I mean, if he continues with it just being a portal, I think about think how much can of worms he could open if he did that. Right. Like, 
I mean, everybody that's what it's should for, be saved. I mean, there's a lot of things in Star Wars canon that people don't use that are extremely powerful. Like, think about the, uh, what do you call it? The Ring of uh, Scion. That ship has always been possible. Ain't nobody ever just built it, though. But it's always yeah. been possible. That's just like Anakin turned to the dark side because Palpatine convinced him that he had the way to heal Padme, even though Anakin was the one that killed her. Force healing is a thing. It's right. in the archive. People just don't, like, if he, if he had, um, if he was ever granted the rank master and had access to the archive, he'd have never turned. He'd have never turned. He would have had the knowledge to potentially save Padme. All those abilities are in there. There's well, a lot I, of things that would have ended I, it I real heard, I heard that uh, Palpatine, like, I heard Padme died because Palpatine Shang Tsung her a little bit. <laughs> he, uh, Palpatine was like, uh, give me your soul. And <laughs> Palpatine wasn't even around that that he wasn't even really close to her. I'm not saying that he couldn't have reached out, but because there I'm are with, definitely I'm, some sick abilities that can take your life from a distance. I'm with I'm with David on that. She Padme died because she was just once again, I'm heartbroken that you going through this. Like, what are you doing? And she's just, <laughs> I'm pregnant. You breaking my heart. It's hot. <laughs> you force choked me. <laughs> yeah, you you did this. Like damn, now now I'm I'm stressed. Fuck. Yeah, no, oh. Anakin killed Padme. Okay. I was gonna say. So if we if we fast forward a little bit in this episode, we also see our first appearance, or at least for us casuals, we see our first appearance of the Purgles, uh, which they look pretty cool. The live action version of it looks really good. I think they did a wonderful CGI job on that. That was a great way yeah. to represent them. Yeah. Now this like was this was one of the wheels. scenes that they did good on because there's another episode. I think it's episode seven. They was looking a little. Yeah, I will say seven. It looked rough. a little rough. I'm not gonna hold. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they ran was... out of money. They ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, yeah. This ain't what I just saw. But so, yeah. Okay. yeah. I was a little early 2000s Matrix graphics. Right yeah, there. they had to allocate that budget towards like the night, <laughs> night troopers and a few other stuff. You know, okay, I mean? you so, gotta pay the background guy eventually now. Yeah. So, so that I'm clear, um, and I know that I keep going back to this, but I just want to know that I understand it. So, when when Ahsoka was in the world between worlds, her body was in suspended animation in really? the not in the world. Right. She she was still physically present there. Her for her the the essence of her soul, the force, went into the world between worlds at that point. Because if she had physically left and gone to the world between worlds, you wouldn't see her floating in the water. She just kind of appeared somewhere else. You, right. I don't even think I don't even think it's possible to physically go there anymore. Right. Yeah, so after that yeah. one episode, it's done. I think it's done. Ezra ended that. Ezra, okay, Spencer. Ezra actually went there. Like, hey, here goes my body. I'm about to go through this, and I'm in here. My body. So is he did what Palpatine here. was trying to do. Yeah, exactly. So, Palpatine so, wanted yeah. access to it. Yeah, but yeah, but he couldn't access it to where he where he was right there. But so ha- as of Ahsoka having an out of body experience, being in that water, and you know, once again, it's a near death situation. So you, you're 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 going through this. Ezra really said, "Ain't nothing wrong with me. I didn't found this portal. I didn't step through it, and here we are." Okay. So okay. so so if he at that point, me, you, anybody could have stepped through that portal and been there at that time. I feel that way. Because that's what they were digging for and trying to find out. Okay. It's just not, not anymore. So um 
David, I need your confirmation on something. Okay. I may have made a mistake in the synopsis when I said that um when I said that Ahsoka used her item recollection to find that Sabine was with Balin. Because now that I'm thinking about it, was it Sabine who had that power? Like at the beginning where she like took an item, went into a room and like watched this shit happen. I think all good. Okay. Not all that's, of uh, it's, it's called yeah. Force Echo. We talked about that in the first episode. And yeah, no, that, that was, was on Ahsoka. a video game. Yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, you oh, see that a bunch of times. Yeah, yep. my boy's mm-hmm. in order. Exactly. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you see the Force Echo is, a, is an ability used by Ahsoka. It's not by Sabine. Sabine cannot do it. Um, so what you're referring to is Ahsoka in the tower, again, retracing all the things that happened. Okay. And I, I wanted to make sure that I got that right, because I when I said it, I was like, I hope that's what happened. It is, it is an item recollection. It is Force Echo. It is not Sabine, though. It was just Ahsoka. And how Ahsoka found her on the planet was not through Force Echo. That was that was just Force. Correct. She just she just felt her presence. She uh, yeah. what does Goku do? Instant transmission. He just she just picked up on the location instead of transporting herself. She transported her thoughts. And they there you up. go. Yeah, because that that I knew was like she just like gently whispered in Sabine's mind, mm-hmm. and then Sabine was like, "What the fuck was that?" Yep. <laughs> uh, and you see that you see that a bunch of times throughout the series. Um, you notice uh, whenever I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not messing this up. When Han is killed by Kylo Ren, Leia knows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leia looks at him. She kind of she, she, she kind of uh, she kind of like did she kind of pause for a moment? Yeah, like, she, she, like, oh, she paused, yeah. looked out in the space, and she felt him go away. Yeah, and that, that's something that happens all the time in Star Wars when major presences like just take us for example one of us dies tomorrow we're just going about our lives but that life ends all of a sudden we're all just like oh there's an energy that just disappeared yeah like you feel that okay yeah that's so, exactly how that worked okay so next thing that happens um Sindula is stalling because the Republic has arrived and they're like, we are here to arrest you. And she's like, uh, can you, can you give me just a minute? I'm working on something. I just need, I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. And then they see the space whales. So you might and... want to move out the way. <laughs> yeah. So we're, I was like, Back before, up before, Terry. I want, I want to back up real fast to David. I didn't like how, okay. So when we first saw Ahsoka in the past, they 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 nailed it. They they nailed it right. Cool. That's what Ahsoka looked like. You know, she was young. Her little horny things were were little and stuff. Okay. Then whenever we got back down to the Mandalore fight and we fought we fight Darth Maul's Death Watch and stuff. They didn't. didn't her. Yeah. Why did why? Yeah, they didn't why what did y'all forget that? That's saving not money. They saved money. I guess. <laughs> they saw that. Money. I was like, why? Wait, 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 what happened? Wait, what happened? They didn't. She was still the same way she looked in that in that Star Wars Clone Wars battle. Then in the last battle that they had, season seven Clone Wars, they had her still looking the same as the theatrical animated movie. And that's not oh, I, I, didn't like, I was like, why didn't you guys? Yeah. Now the Ahsoka that you see now, that is the Rebels Ahsoka. She's her her horny things they gotten a lot taller and stuff like that, but she still had those mini horns. And I was like, all right, so. I, okay. Yeah, anyway, so it's a, it's a it's a small detail that they copped out on. Right. There's 
We should have seen three actresses: Rosario Dawson, the child actor, and then a teenage version. That's what okay. we should have seen. But that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll let that's that slide. Funny. I'll let that slide. I thought Thank I you. thought it was pretty funny when uh, when they got inside the whale's mouth. And uh, Hu Yang was like, so uh, how do you know we're going to the right spot? She was like, oh, I don't know. I just know. He was like, wait, <laughs> what do you mean? Right. No. That was great. Like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was pretty good. I, I thought that was and, funny. And that's what I took, because as we know, I know nothing. But that was my understanding of Ahsoka's personality was like, so we're going to the right place, right? She was like, eh, we'll see. Yeah. Right. facts. So, I will so say Hu Yang is top. Top three of droids for me at this point. Oh, like, I love oh, yeah. I love his expressions. Whenever he like makes his eyes all squinty, like somebody says to yeah. me, like, yeah, and I, that's I what like a lot, lot of the blood went to was Hu Yang, bro. They killed it with Hu Yang. They sure did. Yeah. They, got, they got the purple man to play him. So, yeah, oh for real, yeah, they yep. played him. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's in this in the uh, anime series too. Yes, I did not know that. The I, purple I, man. I, I, I do like Jones. this. So me and Spencer, I, oh, Spencer, you do oh, this too. Oh. Whenever anybody mentions David Tennant, I'm like the Purple Man, and everybody else always be like, "No, Doctor Who, like, nah, that's a, that's yes, a Purple Man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's the Purple Man for, for me. Oh, that's how I identify man. him too. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> so when I saw Spencer, like, "Oh shit, they got Doctor Who in here!" But I, I do want you guys to pay attention though. C3PO, R2D2, Chopper, all these later model droids. Hu Yang is a, and this is an ode to the technology of the era. Old Republic technology is undefeated. Hu Yang stood the test of time. I've trained almost all of the Jedi. And look right. how technologically advanced that robot is compared to what you see. The assassin droids? Hu Yang was holding his own. Yep. I, he, he said, look, I trained really sabers. Y'all think y'all are... Come on now. Like, right, sure. the, the amount of technology the Old Republic had compared to now is just... Oh, my gosh. You said that before. Yeah, you said and, that before. But who yeah, was proofing the pudding right there? Like I'm yeah. like, you see this droid? We ain't got droids like this. And Brandon, so, I see so, I see why you would say he's one of your favorites. Yeah. So I just want to make this clear. Up too. I just want to be clear this up for me. Who Yang was not in Rebels, was he, David? Brandon? No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was not. So okay, so us seeing who the only time we saw Hu Yang is when he was messing with the younglings. And training them, and they didn't got caught up and all that stuff. All right. right. Yep. So, so I thought so, Brandon. I'm with you. It it was cool seeing Hu Yang have this much interaction because the only interaction I had with him was him being with another older, wiser person, which was Yoda, and they just in here really just schooling kids and right. Yeah. Build sabers and you know, train. Yeah. Uh, I, I really I I know it's not going to ever be a thing, but I would love to know how he survived Order sixty six. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I want to be like, hey, yo, put your be, stuff. Well, he yeah, that should be a short. I wish they would have told some stories. They had some stories and stuff, and they just didn't do it. He was like, yeah, I, I can tell you some shit. Oh, I thought <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah, so that's yeah. the opening of this of the next episode. I thought we were going to see that. I thought this was going to be like a whole flashback episode of him just like explaining stuff, but then it was, I was a little It never happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, think, I think this might be the episode, episode oh. six might be the one I was not feeling like that. I think so let's, episode. let's get in episode six. Um, uh-huh. We are in the space whales and the eye of Scion reaches the planet and uh, we see the grandmothers or the great mothers and uh, Sabine fails the vibe check. They're like, uh, that bitch dangerous. Get her out of <laughs> her eye. 
like, get her out of here right now. Right. So 5K. Yeah. She goes into solitude. Look at you, Connor, a bitch. That, no, that's what the great mother said. Yeah, okay. He said, yeah, I'm yeah, just they said that. No, the great mother's called her a bitch. I didn't do it. I heard it. Let's just go back and listen. Um so um we uh we see Balin kind of giving Darcia a lesson on like how things have gone in the past, uh the cyclical nature of this whole empire um you know situation and he's like uh I think it should end like I'm tired of it. And then yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn shows up and when he meets Thrawn. Sabine, he's like, Thrawn. "Hey, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I like you." He's like, "I remember you." Nah, nah, and they, yeah, I think I like you. He knew who Sabine was. Oh yeah, I know. But oh yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah because like, yeah, like, okay, uh, he made you a little promise. We'll we'll, we'll meet you a little terms. About to say, he definitely had interaction with that rebel team before. He knows who Sabine oh, is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And, and well, the, what, what, well, Brandon, were you saying it? Thrawn really does appreciate Sabine because Sabine, once again, is an artist. And Thrawn, right. being the type of person he is, he's like, no, I, I, I really wish that you would just come on and be on my side because I could really just talk with you and things because I, you do some, you do some fantastic work. But no, you in my that's fucking what I'm way. saying. Like, he was like, yeah. I think, exactly. I think, I, I, I like this one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's my, like, yeah, we'll, we'll meet your little terms. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you where your boy is, and I'll give you what you need to get there. Yep. <laughs> It's on you to make it, but yeah, look, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So and in the big scheme of things, that's a that's a two birds one stone scenario. And I know, I know, in the back of Sabine's mind, she's got to been like, all right, I know y'all are doing this on purpose, but I want to see my guy anyway because yeah. Oh, yeah, any, anybody that knows Thrawn is to, like, I, I think Sabine was prepared to like just spend the rest of her life there with Ezra, like, or potentially die because in Thrawn's eyes, it's I haven't been able to find him. Or I've been too preoccupied with trying to escape to worry about finding him. So if you do find him, <laughs> well, then well, I'll just well. kill y'all anyway. I think yeah, I like, think thank you on this episode, work. I hit up Brandon. I think I was like, yo, if he's so good, like, how come he couldn't find Ezra? Like, how is Ezra hiding among the sticks and stones? You can hide from a person on a planet now. Don't get it twisted. That's what I said. He, he's a good tactician, but damn, I don't I don't know where he's at. <laughs> I've, I've looked. I just can't find him. Uh, Jedi are known for hiding. Especially post post the uh, Clone Wars Order sixty six, they are professionals at hiding. And, and Ezra, prior to joining the Rev Rebellion, uh, that boy was a sneak thief. You're not just gonna he find really him. Was. His natural trait is to hide, oh, yeah. he, steal, he, and he, go he back was, to hide. Ezra is Aladdin from Lothal. That's one hundred percent, absolutely. So Grand Admiral Thrawn very specifically says, like Jedi's are masters of hiding. Well, <laughs> see, I also thought because I didn't know any of these characters or anything, so. I honestly thought Ezra was going to end up being the gold face uh, stormtrooper. Enoch, but... Enoch, yeah, yeah, that's Enoch, what I thought. Enoch I thought it was gonna be a twist. Character. I was like, that's what it is. Okay, plot twist. Oh, is it? Yeah, Enoch is a new character because I, I had to do some deep diving on that mm. one because I was like, I've seen this face somewhere, maybe in video games or in some other lore, but no, Enoch is a brand new trooper. Uh, I take it because I didn't see him in Rebels at all. I take it he's one of the stormtroopers that survived the teleportation that didn't die that earned his way with Thrawn. Because, I mean, it's not hard to to get on Thrawn's good side. You just got to be competent and good at your job. I mean, he's a he's a, he's a he's a regular, every average, you know, individual when it comes to that. You're good at your job. See, I, I, thought, see I thought that was going to be Ezra 
uh maybe Turned like somehow manipulate. Yeah, game. that's what I thought at first. Yeah. Okay. And that would be an interesting twist. That would be a really interesting. interesting twist. So my thought was if because it sounded to me like Grand Admiral Thrawn said, I will give you Ezra's location and I will give you the means to get there. So did he know where he was or not? Uh no, last known. Last known. Because remember they're they're nomads, so they don't they don't stay in one place. place. Okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, what do you guys think about those little crab people, hermit crab people? I like them, the Ninja Turtles. turtles. Hey, bro, me and me and Dad was like, there's something going on, and she was like, come on. I was like, nah, that 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 rat dog thing, whatever that was, that uh, he 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 smelling something. And you can't tell that this dog is, is, you know, hey, when dogs start doing something, they like, hey, okay, I listen to dogs now. Yeah, when dogs find something, yeah, you yeah. see what they found. Like, yeah, if a dog is barking at the at the dark in your house or whatever, something yeah, goes. let me go in and close my door. There ain't nothing in there, but yeah, no, there's something in there to you. Yeah, you know, so that little thing. Yeah. Like, oh shoot, yeah, little crab creature. Dogs yeah. is ugly as hell, but the little that, ninja that turtles rat, is cool. That, yeah, I said that rat dog horse was a little rough looking. <laughs> that rat dog, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. It was a rat, yeah, dog, rat horse. dog horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I love how they uh, they just started chimering different things and like put them all together. A little hermit crab. They said, "Hey man, what's the new alien we come up with?" I, you know, I got a pet hermit crab. What we turn him to alien? Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely you know, a crab turtle. One of one of my favorite things that Avatar did was just fusing two animals and just calling it what it was: the turtle lion. Uh, turtle lion, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The lion turtle was one. Uh, oh, like the, I mean, there, there are a bunch of them, like just all over. I mean, show. you got you got Momo. He was one of them. Uh, like yeah, a like bat, lemur. Cora, Cora had a polar bear dog. Yeah, polar yeah. bear dog, <laughs> which was really just a polar bear, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, like I, I, I love just they just fuse some shit, and they're like, "Yep, uh, we got something new," and it's yep. just a. A smattering of other things. So yeah, it was it was a horse rat dog. Horse yeah. rat. I will say like, yeah. I I feel like Star Wars does it better than anybody. Like creating these like worlds and all these different like some of them things have scarves on. They you know what I mean it looked like they would blit it for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, their so world building skills are top tier. Yeah. They had clothes, which is a little weird. The little turtle people have had clothes. Yeah, that was it. My boy had a things rock lobsters from now on. Rock lobsters. My boy had a. Tell me how rock lobsters put their shirt on with them claws and then tiny buttons. Yeah, make it make sense. I don't know. Like every at the end of the day, most things are going to be humanoid in some form because humans are the ones creating them. So even as creative as people are like there will be some human pieces in there generally speaking because i wonder that same thing i'm like why the, a lot of the reason that we wear clothes is biblical and it's like so we just, that's that's is that the case on in other galaxies too or they just have clothes because they're fashionable well i will say in parima um and this is something that we're also going to get into in seven and eight Parima was a planet that they left from. So the teleportation with Ezra and Thrawn to that planet, the Night Sisters weren't just, you know, on Thrawn's ship. They were right. there. They were on Parima. Yeah. They were sleeping. Yeah. And then when Thrawn arrived, they awoke. Yeah. 
Oh like, yeah, that I forgot was, to ask about that. Yeah, yeah that, that was they new. were not. That was, they was already there. Me, that was new information to me when they said that. I'm thinking y'all from Dathomir. To tell you the truth, I did not know that right. part. Correct. Dathomir is not the not the, the original planet from them. They yeah. they were the first. The Night Sisters were the first in lore to use the whales, the pergola, to travel mm-hmm. between right. galaxies. So the fact that those three are there, and you had all those other Night Sisters on Dathomir. They left that planet to go to a new galaxy to then settle on Dathomir. That was not like Dathomir was not like the OG planet where they were from. Now they're from another galaxy. They they were inter uh what do you got inter intra what is it yeah it's inter intergalactic travelers. They were intergalactic travelers from, from galaxy to galaxy, so Milky Way to whatever that thing's called. So the rock lobster people, Larry. Rock lobster. <laughs> they uh them having clothes is not far fetched. Because I, I guarantee at one point in time, that galaxy was, especially that planet, was populated, flourishing. It's a wasteland now is what they said when they got there. But that's a now statement. That means in the past, before they left, it's probably thriving. Think about the statues when you first see that planet. They do a landscape right. scope, you know, what Star Wars is known for. The landscape of those statues of Night Sisters wailing into the air. I can only imagine that that planet at one point in time, it's green and flourishing now. But Night Sisters magic is evil and corrupt. The whole planet could have been black, full of like lava pits, or dark and red like Dathomir was. It could have been an environment like that at one point in time. And then when they had to flee, nature took back over, and that influence is still there. But I mean, you've got uh, what do you call it? You got bandits that still live there too. So obviously, there was a culture at one point in time on that planet that was probably thriving and flourishing. Or if not, it was in war or conflict. You know how Star Wars goes. And that makes sense because it looked like the the bandits were dressed sim- like not they weren't dressed like the night sisters were mm-hmm. but they had a similar oh, color scheme the yeah, the the blood. Yeah, i was gonna say like samurai or, they look like more samurai than some like they did give a bit of a run blood when i first saw them <laughs> right. which shout out to uh sabine for holding her own uh i did not expect that battle to go that way but she went through them mugs yeah she had to survive Survive. And that's the thing. Uh, the horse red dog left. Oh, yeah. 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 Don't. Like, I'm out of there. That nigga said, I don't know this bitch nothing. Bye. Yeah, that's what a horse would do. Like, oh, you won? Yeah, yeah you're oh, right. Okay. That's, that's that horse in them. You're right. That's that horse See, in them. Now, came now back. This, that's, that's the dog in with, them. With that, <laughs> me and dad, you know, she was cussing them out and stuff and like that and being mad at them. And I'm like, what are you, an idiot? If you get in a fight, you could have a great horse. If you're in a war and there's artillery and your horse is being shot at boom, bam, boom, and you dismount off your horse, your horse is probably going to run away because that's what animals are going to do. And right. you're probably not going to see that horse again. The whole fact Never. that she called that rat dog horse back and it came back. That's oh, a dog in him. I'm about to roll that's with the dog in him. I'm telling you. That's, that's the, the dog, dog with the hybrids. <laughs> the horse <laughs> ran, but the dog came back. back. Let the dog yeah. roll. He'll come back home. But no, you know, no, no. I'd have been like, you know what? I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you. I'm glad you came back because yeah, that's facts. Right. And, he was, and he was ready and to Sabine, eat the turtle people. That's the Sabine, Sabine has abandonment issues. She so. does. That like that is explained. Like the fact that Sabine is lonely and she feels like she has been left and abandoned by everybody in her life. I'm sure that she was like, "What? You left me too? I hate <laughs> so you." Bro, we just we just met. You already yeah, like me. you already out. <laughs> you abandoned me. Leave. Yeah, like so her abandonment issue. Like she got some trauma. 
yeah. uh, showed up a little bit. Like she wasn't, but Sabine, we often see that she thinks in emotion. And yeah, oh, yeah. I think yeah. that has to do with the character that we're dealing with under the circumstances. So, mm-hmm. um, Balin is following her. She does find Ezra and, um, he's not mad. The, and, and yeah, like he's, he's like, Hey, took you long enough. What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> so, <laughs> question. I know very little. But, well, uh, we can call it what it is. I know nothing about Ezra. And so, uh, my thought was, whenever she was like, or because I feel like he was like, hey, how'd you get here? And, and, and where's Ahsoka? And are we leaving? And she was like, that's a really long story. <laughs> he was kind of just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Nah. Nah, no, I need to know this. No, that no, that's what the fuck we need to discuss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before we get before you start telling stories about it, like, no, no, I need to know what the escape plan nah. is right now. I, I know what it was. Time, time skip girl. Ezra Ezra has been been what? It's been what? Ezra has made peace and all that. Like he's there we go. Spencer knows. I mean, come on, Jordan. You can't just be battle hardened for your whole life. Right. He's living right. with crab people. He's living with hermit crab people. You think this man gonna be battle hard? Like my boy thought he saw them. He saw the Mandalorian thaws, and he was like, "I'm trying to get a piece of that. <laughs> trying to get a piece of that boy." Yo, he said. He said, "Hey, girl. You know, I heard that. I heard that hey, left leg Thanksgiving. Heard that right leg Christmas." <laughs> she between holidays or what? <laughs> hey man, I'm proud of us for getting to this point until we got <laughs> I know, toxic. Yeah, toxic. But I'm, I'm I was gonna mention. I, I think I, I, we talked about it last time, but yeah, Sabine and uh, Sindula is that her name? No, what's a what's the other chick? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they was both looking right, and I just looked at them in real life. I looked at uh, Sabine in real life. She, she nice. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I, looked like I knew I knew who I know Larry was. Larry has a problem because she got short hair. Yeah. She could Yeah. No. Oh. yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, she was she was she was cool when she had that long hair and then she cut it off. But that's what I know her like anyway. She but she was animated, so why why we even care? Yeah. Even even anim- even animated, I was still gonna go for Hero over Sabine. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, you want that oh, no. alien butt? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna get that Twilight. No doubt. He said, "I need to my kid. My kid's oh, boy, about to see that green, huh?" Boy. All right, all right, all right. So we got to the end of the episode. He, he saw he's they uh, met up. Yeah. So Grand, uh, <laughs> the Great Mothers let Grand Admiral Thrawn know that Ahsoka's on the way, and he's like, "All right, what what are we up against? Tell me everything." And he does not know who she is at this time. He does not. Yeah. yeah. So, um, now we open with Sindula at the disciplinary hearing, and again, this senator hater who's for the Empire just hating all over the place. Hating this again. time, he's hating in person. He's not even a hologram. He's hating <laughs> live. Right. And C three PO comes in and is like, "Uh, Leia herself sanctioned the mission." That was fan. That was fan service, right? That was clearly fan service. Yeah, who do y'all think that would have really happened? But it made sense. Oh no, it would have happened. Yeah, it would have. Why happened. do you? Why do you think that was fan service? Because it was C three PO and he popped up and they said Layla. So I figured they just do that. Uh, he's talking like, about the cameo. Layla. He's talking about the cameo. So yeah, just like the cameo. I'm just talking about yeah, the cameo. What What I say? You said Layla. You said Layla, but it's fine. And Leia. So so oh, yeah. no. Yeah. You, so what you need to know is Leia at this time is probably what what was she in Rebels? Was she a a, a high teen? Was she nineteen or twenty? 
Uh, no, she was she was in her uh no she's no 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 so where we're at right now we're uh we're post we're post empire so yeah she's in her twenties right now she's she's the she's the leader of the defense council she's in her late mid to late twenties because Luke should be at his mid to late twenties right now because he's rocking the the black outfit yeah whoa whoa, whoa 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 when are you saying this timeline is David. We're in between the movies, bro. We're after the Empire fell, but we're before the sequel. I mean, the 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 secondary, what, the, yeah, the sequels trilogy. Oh, yeah, Rise yeah. Of the... So you are trying to tell me? So we're between episode six and seven. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Are, up this is this is this is not. Uh oh, what's going on here? You're good. Oh, okay. yeah, you're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, so we're, we're in between. between we're in between six so, and seven. So, so yeah, yeah. So what you're trying to say is this is not after Rebels. So this is this is after. Ain't no way. This is not. This is after Rebels. Has fallen. This ain't is after no Rebels. You you're right. It's after Rebels, but this should be after Rebels before. This should be before. Uh, episode <laughs> Star Wars before me. So we're 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 after the original three, four, five, and six. That's over. Empire's fallen. Okay, okay. So now, if you if you're talking about this, and where the how the hell is Ahsoka still alive after all this time? Uh, so <laughs> you listen to episode. You know what, Larry? Go ahead and review the podcast, and I'll tell you exactly <laughs> how old Ahsoka is. If you go listen to the original yeah. one. The whole I think background. we. I yeah, think they said it's a certain age, but I don't. Did know. we? No, okay, so. okay. Yeah. I go back and listen to that and see because. Now, now, see, I'm thinking this is once again before four, and for some reason, why these characters are not around in the movies and things because they pulled a Rogue One, and you know we sacrificed, but we we got shit done. We we killed Thrawn, but we died too. Here comes boom, bam, boom. Ain't no not way. Ain't no way. So yes, so Ahsoka right now, according to Disney, is 47 years old. Right okay? now, her people can live just on the other side of the average of humanoid people. So we're logging like late 80s, 90s. What hundreds. are they? They tore, they tore guttons or something like that? What they got? Yeah, tore, yeah. I can't say the word off top of yeah. it. I gotta have it like spelled out. But yes, no, so she's 47 years old. That puts Leia in her 20s. Because at, at the end of 4, 5, and 6, Leia and Luke are not old people. They're young fighting the rebellion. They're not old yeah. at all. We don't see them old. So like the seven was it seven, eight, and nine? That's way later. That's way yeah. later. We we got That's old amazing. man Han, old man Leia. Luke's old and decrepit. Hey, come on, That's Larry. Even I knew this. So we're in between I, I, four, I, I five, and six, part. and seven, eight, nine. I'm missing six. I don't think you like seven. Star Wars. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> no. we are. We're not very far after. Like we're shortly six. after six. Is yes. what it yeah. sounds like to me. Like there's okay. there's still a lot of time before seven. Okay, I got because I'm telling you in my mind, all this is happening before Rebels is before Star Wars, correct, David? Rebels is after the so Rebels is after Order 66. Yeah, so it turns Rebel starts. So I'm thinking, so what you're saying is all right, so this is gonna go back to the question of where are all these niggas at in the movies then? Uh, uh, hopefully, the second season of Ahsoka will, will, will bridge those gaps. Because trust me, I know how we all know how this ends. This is the middle part of all right. How y'all gonna get to where this was? Yeah, because well, yeah, <laughs> we, y'all we know Thrawn is. Yeah, we know Thrawn yeah, is defeated. Yeah. We know Ahsoka dies because they're not nowhere in the next movies. And Snoke is a big bad person. Ain't, ain't no way. Ain't no. Ain't no way. This is man. All right, well, mm-hmm. uh, come on. Keep on going. I don't, 
I don't know if we know that because I knew Darth Maul was dead and then it wasn't. So <laughs> Yeah, that's true too. No, yeah. So I don't know what but, we know. But yeah, see, that was that was fan service still showing hope. up. I have hope for the stuff, even though Dark Maul is dead now at this stuff. Once again. Yeah, okay. All right. Keep keep on going. <laughs> keep on going. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it was fan service though. I mean, it was legit. She's the defense leader of the defense council, right? Well, so I, I guess I guess like C3PO just showing up like in my head, I was like, Oh, they threw that in there for fans. So I mean, they could have been they could have been any random person. Yeah, I mean, she would say it made sense. Hell nah. If this is between six and seven <laughs> and stuff, you telling me, oh, absolutely. If Leia come through saying some shit, whatever, it's hands down, it's a wrap. Yeah, she yeah. is. Hey, yo, C3, C3PO, go in there and go tell yeah, exactly. him. Bam, boom. Yeah. If, 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 I, if I'm Leia and you really talking about Thrawn is coming back, no, this is a serious threat and something like that. So. All right. Because Which is why you see the conversation no. swift to like, if anything else comes up, consult with me first. Right. Leia comes through, and we know who the Supreme Chancellor is, but she comes through and says, <laughs> here's my big foot. I'm putting it down. Come yeah, talk to me when we have issues. Don't make no decisions without me. Y'all know how this works. Mm. I thought it was pretty I thought it was pretty funny when that hater dude was like, uh, can we really trust robots? And then uh, they they went over to uh what's the little Chopper. short robot name? Yeah, Chopper. Chopper, Chopper. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Chopper held it yeah, back. Like, hold me back, he's like, hold me back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chopper yeah. would murder him on site. <laughs> like not think twice about it. I mean, that dude's a hater. So I guess one of the questions that I had was uh whenever C3PO showed up, I was like, did Leo really? Sanction us because so the and then the chancellor between... pulled her aside and was like, I don't think she did. And then Sadula was like, Yeah, she did eventually. Uh huh. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Ah, okay. We, so we... they we actually talked to Leia because I was I was worried like, Oh, Leia was never nobody ever talked to Leia. Like le this was all a ruse. Um, but whenever Sindula was like, Yeah, we she, she approved it, just not immediately. And I was I, like, okay, so Leia would somebody did speak to Leia. Cool. All all the conversations that were over hologram, I guarantee you Leia wasn't informed about any of it until she hit the fan. As soon as she hit the fan, yeah, and Hera's about to be tried. Yeah, they wouldn't talk to Leia. And exactly. Leia was like, Thrawn? Mm, yeah, that might be a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go ahead and get around that. And you said they right. did see space whales? Yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because Leia knows what they are. Leia's well aware right. of what they are. She's force sensitive. She knows all about all those things. I guarantee you, if this conversation went from that counselor council straight to Leia, oh, we'd have a different series. Everything be authorized. Right. So, um, the whales arrive and it's a minefield. So they are like, nope. And they are already out of there. And Ahsoka, you know, does some maneuvers and makes her way to the planet. And whenever Grand Admiral Thrawn discovers, oh, she was trained by who? Yeah. Oh, nah. We're not playing around. <laughs> no. Right. That, quick, quick, quick mention. That was the moment where the CGI got real bad was when the Purgles popped up in the galaxy. And I was like, ooh, the CGI on the Purgles looking kind of bad right now. Uh, that, was, yeah. that was the part, though. Yeah. I, I will say it wasn't. To me, it wasn't terrible, but it was noticeably different than when we first saw them. Exactly. But that was yeah. a big on its, drop off. On its own, it wasn't just trash. 
I don't know. I just watched it again, and it was still. But that's not. I I watched those episodes pretty close together, and so I was like, "Ooh, that the those aren't them." We a couple episodes ago, they were looking a lot fresher. That this this yeah. minefield is this minefield's a problem. <laughs> yeah. But um, so she lands on the planet, and again, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn is like, "She's unpredictable. She's dangerous. Uh, we need to we need to be ready." So. Sabine and Ezra are catching up and he she's basically like these are some of the things that you missed and he's like wow I've missed so much and then Ahsoka does the force trick and finds her which is great and so question about that is the reason that Ahsoka is able to find Sabine because Sabine has force sensitivity. Can a force user find somebody who is not a force user? Yes. It depends on the power of friendship, probably. I, I will give Jordan some discounts on that because it's not incorrect. <laughs> the power of friendship in the Star Wars universe can connect you. If you are a master yep. and apprentice, you have a bond. I already knew it. Bond. I already knew and it. And that's because I, until we saw Sabine use the force, I thought it was just the power of friendship. Like that, I thought that's all it was because I know that Ahsoka <laughs> can use the Force, but Hu Yang made it very clear when it comes <laughs> to Yang Force usage. In. When it comes to Force usage, Sabine, you are trash. Yeah, you, you ranked are, in the bottom. You're bottom the worst tier. I've ever seen. Why are you here? Like he made it real clear. So whenever Sabine responded, I was like, "Oh, yep, that's the power of friendship," and then we find out like oh the planet is granting her force powers like oh, oh okay that's what, oh, it, okay it, it is and there's this you know mortis is in the in the clone wars is is a planet that uh is basically a physical manifestation of the force it is extremely yep. force sensitive and after seeing the statues in episode 8 i'm going to automatically presume they are on the same type of planet where you had resting night sisters and statues of father and brother, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But okay. yes, that 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 planet did help out with the comms. It did help out with the communication. Okay, cool. So the planet Spencer, provided some plot. Yes. One last thing. One thing I don't want to start too much for tangent, but I'm sort of reading a book about Thrawn, right? And his start. But he in the book he kind of mentions he had met Anakin before. He had dealt with Anakin. He had a lot of respect for Anakin. Uh it was cool to see that, like, he mentioned Anakin and he knows who Anakin is. And, like, based off his relationship with Anakin, he had a uh, he had more respect for Ahsoka, at least respect as a threat to oh, yeah. what he was trying to do. He put some respect on her name. No, like, no. Whenever he learned that, his whole shit changed. Yeah, Correct. like mm-hmm. we saw him say, like, "Oh, she, that's her master. She's a problem." Right. I've been sitting here in the conundrum because I, I'm really shook. I'm so shook. So I've been sitting here recapping everything in my mind, <clears throat> but it makes sense. And this is, this is the way that I pictured it. So in the Mandalorian, whenever we saw Anakin and Ahsoka together, things like that, you know, uh, or Luke, yeah, 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 Luke. Thank yeah. you. I was gonna yeah. say, wasn't yeah. Anakin dead? But okay. yeah, 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 Luke, Luke, and Ahsoka. You know, the same little timeline and things. I know that the Mandalorian takes place after six. I know that part, but I just thought that that was something 
different. But and I just said to myself, well, you know, that Ahsoka looks the same way that this Ahsoka looks now. So if that was the same thing or whatever, there should be that Ahsoka should be aged more than what this one should be now. But I just I, I'm just really thinking. So, so it makes me so sad because I'm thinking season two is going to be lit for this reason right here. And this is why I got so excited. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of mad and sad about it now. Thrawn is back. Thrawn is back in the galaxy. He about to meet up with Darth Vader and all that. Like, yo, niggas, what's up? I'm back. But he's not. Good. Thrawn don't know who Darth Vader is. No. No, no, no. No, no. Um, no he knows. Um, he knows he who knows Darth Anakin. Because Rebels, uh, we call it, Vader was around. He doesn't know that Anakin is Vader. But he yeah, knows Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, knows yeah, Vader. Yeah, because yeah, he yeah. worked on a proper team. Yeah, I thought that, he knew Anakin yeah. turned into Vader. No, Anakin was a hero of the of the Jedi. They killed him. Yeah. That was what the propaganda was. So everybody knew uh, General Skywalker as one of the heroes of the Jedi. And Palpatine, a part of his longstanding plan, Order 66, he took out Skywalker. Skywalker was one of the heroes that they killed. It's a part of demoralization. It's part of a whole thing. It's part of Palpatine's grand scheme. He, Vader, killed Skywalker. And that's what he set out. To be clear, that's what I was mean by that. Yeah, that's why I'm just like, well, dang, that was gonna be, you know, pretty, pretty cool to to see with that. But uh, yeah, you know, that boy sound depressed, God. Oh, it's sad music for him, bro. Omar Lylands, I swore, thought I thought Thrawn, the people. Respected Thrawn because Thrawn was one of the first people who actually knew that Anakin was going to become Vader or did become Vader. No. Okay. The only people that that. know that Anakin is Vader would be the Jedi themselves that survived, Palpatine, and that's it. Everyone else is not in the know unless they knew uh, that saw the transition or were made privy of it. But no. Uh, Other than the existing Jedi at the time that survived 66. Uh, because Anakin's crimes are widespread and wide known. Um, Palpatine, obviously, because it's his idea. Everything else is hush-hush. Nobody in the Imperial Army should have any idea that Anakin is Vader. That's like, part of the whole propaganda. Correct. Because I know, like, in the Thrawn books, and even in a uh, book I'm reading now, like, young Thrawn meets Anakin, the young Anakin, like, Clone Wars Anakin, right? Correct, yes. So he meets him, but then Obviously, they're also in the same timeline when Vader, obviously in Rebels, when, you know, Vader is Vader and Thrawn is, you know, Grand Admiral. So I thought he knew already that whole time. But, okay, I may be wrong on that. And I mean, like, and it, may, you, and would, may be. you would think that if anybody had that level of clearance, it would be Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, but it sounds like it was Palpatine, like, don't Palpatine was anybody easy. that much. Yeah, Palpatine was like the top of the food chain. That's the only only person who knew anybody who lived it and Palpatine. Gotcha. Um, thank you because I I that I hadn't thought about it at all. If anything, uh, I like it may it may come out. Like, I can't remember in Thrawn's later books because there's like three sets of books. He could have deduced it. Because he's smart enough, but like just straight up, hey, Vader is Anakin. Anakin is Vader. No, anybody telling that? Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody told him. I think I think it was more like Ron is smart enough to be like, oh, okay, I already I'm spotting this. Like I'm I'm seeing a pattern here. You know what I mean? Gotcha. 
the same way Bane figured out Bruce Wayne was Batman. Right. Uh, okay. So, excellent. Um, Sabine and Ezra get attacked, and they get attacked by, like, everybody. Uh, Darcia shows up, the local nomads, bandits show up, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn sent a squad. Like, it's it's an issue. And Balin was like, I'm gonna go over here. Uh, I got some other shit to do. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go this way. And Ooh. when Ahsoka lands and finds Balin, uh, Balin starts, you know, he doesn't actually start telling stories, but like he's over there just wasting time. And she's like, nigga, I do not have time for you. And so they fight a little bit and she's like, ha ha. And then she leaves and Balin's <laughs> like, eh, whatever. And then whenever she shows up on the battlefield, um, you know, it's an issue. So Darcia is all the way defeated. And Ahsoka's like, uh, you can you uh, if you surrender, I got you. Like we can we can make this thing work. And she just decides to flee. Um and then uh, you know, yay reunited and it feels so good hugs and kisses and all that and now we are in episode eight so there we go that's what i've been waiting on um grand admiral thrawn is uh doing some more lecturing and saying what why the fuck are you L- lady morgan i have said to you already we do not underestimate jedi here so get it together like he has to tell her that again and then um lady morgan gets her like uh, she's she's officially inducted into the great motherhood i guess um so are great mothers night sisters or are they like is there a hierarchy or... yeah i would say there's a hierarchy there was 100 percent. so <laughs> i don't know what they're telling you in the uh in the books and things like that but basically there was that if you keep on going with your synopsis they they hand her the blade and they call the they say this is the talzin blade right here Mm -hmm. and that is mother talzin which is an interesting uh interesting transition between mother talzin and her getting that blade i thought that was interesting because that means they're all connected in a way yeah so it can definitely but uh, that, that blade, that blade can't cut through lightsabers. Uh, it's so that blade is imbued with the force, and I know you hate that explanation, but the, it is imbued with the force, and because it is imbued with the force and that force magic, it is of the same quality of Beskar. It's that lightsaber cannot cut through it, and we also see that in the Clone Wars when uh, Mother. Tanzan, Tarzan, Tarzan. When Mother Tarzan in the Clone Wars faces off against Mace Windu, she summons her sword, that same sword, and is able to go toe to toe with one of the baddest in the game. No, that lightsaber cannot cut through that blade. So, um, I guess my question so, does Lady Morgan become a great mother? Like, is that what? The, I think she's just an the, intern. The allegiance. No, was. so so so. so Morgan Elsbeth <laughs> is a night sister by blood. Yes. She's dark. She's a she's a Darth Marian. 
but she has not gone through the what they would call a baptism. And you see that in the Clone Wars. In a scene, there's a ritual where a bunch of Night Sisters gather around you and imbue you with that magic, which changes to leading to permanent tattoos on your face, your eyes going black, and essentially everything that is evil becomes you. And you now become a part of that coven. So at the end of the day, they are witches, and that is a coven. She can use magic, but she was not a part of their coven. And also, those Night Sisters that were slumbering on that planet are probably of an ancient coven, which is why they're using those little orb things and that red triangle stuff. But like that, that's not a that that process is something that you have seen in previous Star Wars lore. So that that is a she just she's always been a Night Sister, but she's never undergone a baptism to unlock her full potential, which as we see is nowhere near enough to be Ahsoka. Well, yeah. Um, okay, because that's that's what I didn't know is like what makes you a night sister? Are you a night sister by blood alone? Are you a night sister by the ritual, or like? And does the night sister title mean that you have anything yet? So it sounds like you're you can be born into it, but like you have to get your powers unlocked through the ceremony. Not necessarily. Any night sister born on Dathomir automatically comes with the full Superman package, or uh, oh. what do you call it? Um, What's his name? Doctor Strange package. We'll say it that way. Come with the standard Doctor Strange Patrick, uh, package of magic. So if you are born on Dathomir, which is only inhabited by those people, uh, the males are typically warriors, or they're sacrificed to become shadow warriors, which is what Merrick was, the guy that turned into dust. They got killed by Soka. Oh, you either yeah. become those, you become slaves that you know build everything and to cater to all the Night Sisters. Or you use as the breeder. That's what all the men were for. Reproduction or minor stuff for warriors. The Night Sisters, they were the full hierarchy. They were in charge of everything when you had Queen Mothers. And then there's, I guess, before she got killed during the Battle of Darthmere by Grievous uh, in the Clone Wars, there was one above all of them. I forgot what her name was. It's before Mother Townsend. There was, I think it's Daka or something like that. The old grandma lady. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she was she was on top of everybody and then Queen Talon. She's and, the you know, HBIC and then yeah, she was so, the so there is a clear hierarchy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. The Night Sisters do come with the base magic package when they're born on Dathmere, from what we've seen so far. So yes, uh Morgan Elizabeth did have powers, and then when she went to baptism, she unlocked them fully, which in my mind she got nerfed. Because if anybody paid attention to Mandalore. Uh, that wasn't the same girl fighting. I don't know what happened in between now and then, but her fighting prowess went down. Does anybody remember Mandalore, the episode where Ahsoka faced off against her with a Beskar staff? Are you saying that she was better fighting in the Mandalorian? Way better. I thought that, well, I guess I don't remember it all the way because what I was seeing is Morgan was out there working. Morgan was agile. She was limber. I was like, well, this old girl kind of like damn old stiff ass Ahsoka about to lose. Yeah, you, you she was moving. <laughs> yeah, in my in my in my opinion, she she should have won that fight because I was like, damn, okay, go ahead and get it, girl. Yeah, but that, that's just me though. But you saying she did it better in the Mandalorian, which was she was maneuvering that staff like nobody's business in Mandalorian. I was like, okay, who is this okay. over here facing off against a Jedi? Yeah, she was. I mean, both sides. Both times she was good. I want to say, bro. I heard this. Um, the actor is like the grand 
daughter of like Bruce Lee or some shit. I may be wrong on that, but um, um but no, nah, she's and like you could tell like some of the stunts like she did herself. Oh yeah, which is dope. Uh, but no, nah, the fight style was pretty cool. I thought. So, um, we we see Ezra make himself a lightsaber uh, with some stuff that Kanan left behind. Is that significant? Yes, because um, it was a hilt from Kanan's old lightsaber that yep. you see in Star Wars Rebels, and he gets that part back. Uh, he that's why um, they say like I only had two of these. I know who your master is. I helped him train him too. Yeah, that's all a part of that. Yeah, that it's a, like it's a, a callback. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. some Easter egg shit. Yep. And it was it, was it blue because of Kanan? I couldn't remember if Ezra was green or blue. I was green. Ezra was green. Which is the one that Sabine has. So. Yeah, that's right. Now, now one thing I will say, um, in the fighting that we see, Ezra does a lot of force pushing, which yes. is that's a question I've had. It's like, why is there not more of that? Because if I have the force, I'm ain't nobody getting close enough to me for anything. I mean, yeah. they so if you, I guess, first of all, nobody wants to see that in the movies and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, sitting here, you're, you're sitting here using your palms to just have a stalemate because that's basically what it would be. What it would be, yeah, better. That's what I was thinking. It, it, I would rather see. Palpatine and Yoda go at it with lightning strikes and Yoda, you know, hitting it back and boom, bam, boom. But I'm not trying to see no force push fight. No, I don't but mean. They, I don't mean they, with. I don't mean in one on ones with like multiple force they, users against each other. I mean whenever force users are fighting just regular ass. They do. They, yeah, no, they they absolutely do. No, they they do it all the time. They always they barely. Push George- they, they, push, they push droids out the way all the time with stuff. They be no, I don't got time for it. Boom. And it's just, boom. This is the thing, like, there was one point where like Darth Sia just like moved Sabine. And I was like, yeah. Yep. Uh, I see. I wanted to I wanted to bring that up. Um, I know we're pressed for time. I wanted to bring that up real quick. You as soon as Balin leaves, she's gone. She's lost all purpose and all drive. And you see it because her fighting style changes. In the woods, girl was a savage. She was coming for blood. When we were at the tower in the fair, like the second episode, coming for blood. When Balin says, you know what? My parting words to you are essentially be patient or you're going to fall. And then he dips out. She goes, and I, you know, as, as, a, as a viewer, I'm like, I understand and I agree. What you mean you out? Right. We've been together for years. You trained right. me gone? Yeah, she's lost. So when she fights Ahsoka and when she fights a Sabine and Ezra, she has no purpose. She has no purpose. She doesn't work for Thrawn. She's a solo entity and has no idea why she's there. He's a nomad now. Correct. Been and that's pissed. why like, she joins them. She, the blood she sees band. them and she's she like to, she about she about to get she about to get jumped into the bloods real fast. Yeah, because she was <laughs> like, I, I she said, uh, I got some red shit. Yeah, you saw uh, yeah, my, my saber red. Yeah, I'm red too. Yeah, Let's go. Them niggas, them niggas, them niggas now, so Jordan, cool. to your like, point man, earlier, okay. I don't know how she's going to understand them people. I have no idea how that works. Yeah, they I don't speak the same people. language. That's a that's a big old plot hole. Yeah, you're going to join the random tribe of people who ooga booga. I don't know what you're saying, but I mean, I'm sure <laughs> I got a lightsaber. Them niggas know. <laughs> as long, they they said as long as you understand Su Wu, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they understand the universal <laughs> language. Click clack. They load the gun. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Them niggas know. I, oh, you gotta say you click, got click, a nigga. I say, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. You got a lightsaber. That's all I, I mean. think that'll be like a some. She's got access to the force, and the force will tell her what they're saying. Right. Can we? I'm, I'm, can I'm we? Can we fast forward a little bit to the end? Because I'm real. I I want to know about this Balin situation. That's I, I'm interested. In I also yeah. Cool. So tell me about this mountain that Balin finds. Yeah, All right. The statue. So of the Grand Hokage. Go on there. Okay. You say hold on. Okay. No, no say go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. So from what I see, and this this blew my mind right here because I'm like, oh shit, ain't no way they about to incorporate this into live action right here. All right, now. I only saw David Brandon. I only saw two. Did you only see two? Did I? Did I miss three? And then when no, I say you're that, correct, I, you I, saw two. Yeah. I saw two. We see three in person, right? Not as a statue thing, but I'm like, all right. So okay. So here we go. When me, when me and uh, when me and Jasmine watched this arc in season three, Spencer, this was like the height of her interest in the Star Wars thing right here because what she was seeing in that episode, and this is how she put it to me. She was like, all right, so what you telling me is that the Force is faith. And what we're seeing here is we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost. Talk about it. And the Holy Holy Spirit type of trinity right here. The, The Father is representing, that old man that you see right there with the beard is representing the balance. What you saw next to him was his son, which was representing the dark side. Okay, these people are called the ones, and what they are are the force, basically. All right, you had a daughter too. You didn't see the daughter right there, not on that statue. The daughter represented the light. The daughter and the brother are always going at it in things, and the father is constantly balancing them out. Until to a time to where it finally got him. And he's like, I can't do this anymore or whatever. Y'all finally then broke me. I didn't end up dying and stuff like that. Now, Obi-Wan, Anakin, and and, and Ahsoka got thrown away. And they went to this this planet called called Mortis. Okay. Whatever. I guess it's a planet called Mortis or whatever. That's that's where this, this place is called a place called Mortis. That's where they found this out. All right. With that being said, the old man, the 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 son is like, mm, somebody's coming here, and this is a pivotal person of interest to us. And it's like, oh, the chosen one is coming here. So that son was trying to corrupt Anakin and basically he's trying to break free he's tired of his daddy he's so tired of his daddy he's like I'm trying to get away from you old man I'm I want to break out and go do what I want to do is that and he daddy's like no can't let you do that while on the other side the daughter ain't trying to break right she she's comfortable with shit she's basically I know I am he's doing the balance but I'm that golden child you know as a son you always causing ruckus and things like that so anyway they go into a whole spiritual for real battle and things like that. And Anakin is the main subject. The uh, the daughter and the son start really fighting. The son, I think that David Brandon helped me out on this. They ended up, he ended up killing the daddy. 
then he didn't really kill the daddy. He, he, he thought he did. And then like he was about to do the killing blow and the, and the daughter jumped in the way and the brother killed the light. No. So I'm, I'm going to start right there on this one. So okay. this is, so you've got the basic synopsis down, but how that episode goes is that this is all a trial for Anakin. So mm. when father gets to Anakin, he has the son and daughter who have already been putting their fingers through a whole bunch of stuff. He has the son who has already corrupted Ahsoka by this point because Ahsoka is there. Again, this is so we go back to the original episode rude. one on the Ahsoka podcast. Was a, Ahsoka Correct. was a problem. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I so uh, I, I referenced this back in the earlier episode of the podcast where the son takes over Ahsoka, how she first got to the world between worlds or whatever, uh, yeah. or had her first instance with the world between worlds was then. Um, these entities, the ones, are physical manifestations of the force. And at this time, the son was right. Anakin's coming, the chosen one's coming. The father decides to test Anakin. So he uses the son, and the son really ain't being used because he kind of wants to do this anyway to get out, like Larry said. He in, imbues himself in Ahsoka, turns her evil, pure Sith, if you will, which the concept of Sith doesn't apply to them. It's just dark side and light side and balance. Mm -hmm. um, he imbues himself inside Ahsoka, poisoning her, essentially killing her. Slowly, but she's, she's poisoned. She's going to die. The light side kidnaps Obi-Wan Kenobi. Anakin is in the center of the temple, and the father says, you need to choose. Let go of your fear. Pick which one you want to live. Anakin immediately imbues both sides of light and dark, which is counter to how the force is supposed to work. But anyway, he, he imbues both powers of light and dark to 100%, forces the sun, who is in his beast form, down on the ground to release Ahsoka. She runs over to Anakin. He uses the force to force the light side in her beast form down on the ground and releases Obi-Wan Kenobi, who runs to him. He has full control over light and dark, which is the father's point to Anakin. And you see this later on in a depiction of Anakin split in half, one side of him Vader, one side of him Anakin. On the Anakin side, you see Ahsoka. On the right side of Vader, you see a different character in a mask who is not revealed to us just yet. But those are the people that we're seeing in this episode eight. So when you see that mountain, the one pointing, that's father. That's the balance. And in that episode Larry's referring to, the balance father wants Anakin to replace him. So they're eventually going to go. And Anakin is going to be the only one that can control light and dark. And the father is essentially telling him, this is why you're the chosen one. Only the chosen one can make my son kneel, can make my daughter bow. Only you could. So in here... Balin is actually on a planet, and I can jump into this fairly quickly if you want me to, but he is on a planet that was once inhabited by the Ones. And in Star Wars lore, they ran from this planet. Mm. The physical manifestations of light, dark, and balance ran from this planet to that other galaxy on to the planet Mortis, or the location Mortis. So the planet they're standing on, the reason Balin's there... In my opinion, and I hope uh, if, if Dave Filoni does this, and I, if for the listeners listening, go back and listen to that episode that we did initially on Ahsoka, and I reference this. Avaloth is coming. Mother is coming. And I hope Dave Filoni pulls it off in season two because that would be an amazing thing for Balin to accidentally release Mother. Mother, for just quick facts, 
um, mother is was a mortal that the ones took because like Larry said, father has been balancing the son and daughter light and dark this whole time. That's been his entire existence. He's balancing the force. He is balanced. He doesn't care who wins or who loses as long as it's even, which is super annoying. Mother was <laughs> a mortal that they liked that they took in, but she was dying. They don't age. She does. So she went and drank from a pool. I imagine might be on this planet of dark energy and light energy, consumed them both, and it destroyed her. But it, as it destroyed her, it turned her into this another force entity of pure destruction to the point to where it took both father, son, and daughter at full strength to subdue her and keep her locked in. I'm imagining, and I have this speculation based on how they ended this, mother's on that planet. She's locked away somewhere. She's the one that called the Balin that's going to have him release her. That's why you see the statues destroyed. Father is is, is there permanent. You can see crown, face, everything, beard. You can look him up in Star Wars. It's one for one. Sud yeah, is on the right. Uh, Sud is on the right of the screen. His statue's kind of destroyed, and the light's completely destroyed. Well, Abeloth is pure darkness, pure destruction. Of course, that one's destroyed. So I'm imagining the reason he's there is because that dark entity is called to him. See, I thought that the uh, I thought that the daughter was going to be gone because in in that arc, the daughter did die. Yes, so Ahsoka dies, and as Ahsoka dies, the light, the daughter, gives her life force to Ahsoka to bring her back. Yeah. And then the light force. Okay, now let's go into. You saw that owl, right? Yep. Spencer. Yep. Saw the owl. Okay, Jordan Spencer. That owl would essentially be the daughter again. That's Morai. And whenever, whenever Ezra went into the, the the spirit world, and he pulled Ahsoka through, there was an owl that was above that time portal that he pulled her through, just hooing, hooting, and all type of stuff. And that's what led him to there. And when that she knows the name of the owl and everything, she recognizes who the owl is. It's like you know. Because the owl like came up to her and was like, "Oh yeah, you know Mariah, blah 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 blah." You know, you know, my buddy and things. Because obviously, every time I'm around, I'm getting saved. But um, yeah. So that I feel that because the daughter ended up dying, that's why her statue is gone, even though she lives in through that owl, Mariah. Okay. That's a lot of lore for y'all that don't know Star Wars and haven't seen those episodes. I encourage you to go to Clone Wars. And if not, if you don't want to, you know, watch the whole thing, find those. You will, you will be able to put two and two together with this last episode. It'll make a whole lot more sense of what you're seeing in the background. And I'm hoping Dave Filoni pulls this through because if he does, we're unlocking Max potential Luke Skywalker. That's what's coming. I mean, we see a lot of this, like we see a lot of like giant entities from the very beginning uh being the whole reason that we're here um mm -hmm. using avatar as an example uh we see that with uh in season two of Korra, um with the two spirits that end up being brava and brava yeah. yeah yeah uh i wouldn't say like in naruto we see two siblings that have to eternally fight through reincarnation and yeah inra yeah. and ashura mm -hmm. yeah so like this is this is pretty standard stuff um i feel like with um you know the whole concept of this magical force being 
you know, handled by a good and evil that have to fight each other constantly through time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like that's that's pretty that's pretty standard. So cool. So that explains the mountains. Um, that explains Balin's whole bigger purpose thing. Um, and you know, maybe we get that, maybe we don't. We're gonna. I will say to see what happens. Unfortunately, that actor's passed away. So I'm I'm yeah. interested in how they're gonna yeah. move that off. Um, they're gonna have to replace I'll... him. Yeah, we probably have to CGI. Him. We can we can make him like a self sacrifice thing. He you CGI him to where he finds the temple, releases her on accident, and then dies in, during the release. I mean that that that's, yeah. that's an easy. Is one that one. what you want to do? You want to you want to CGI him? You don't think that? I mean, he's a character for one season that was made right here. You don't think they can just they replace the Hulk? Isn't Edward Norton? They made him Mark Ruffalo. And and went on with that. You don't think? Yeah, they but they had a lasting it. plan for Mark Ruffalo. I don't see Balin coming back once she's out. If they go that route, that's just my personal opinion. Well, and that I mean, wasn't that's a, a, that wasn't a because he died. That was a there were studio issues. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's different when they die and they like planned to keep going versus we parted ways with this person because of other things. Yeah, well, maybe he, he, him passing away. I'm just saying, character's not essential. I'm just saying with David talking about, you know, do a CGI with that same Ray Stevenson. I think that's his name. Yeah. With, yeah. with Ray Stevenson or whatever. And I was like, I mean, you know, if they replace him with another actor and just keep him bailing stuff, I mean, unfortunately, that's going to have to be what it's going to have to be with that. But um, let me let me ask you, I guess, kind of you guys one final thing. So after talking about all of the episodes, mm-hmm. um, where are you guys ratings at? So let me start. Let me start uh, with Brandon. Brandon, after talking about everything, uh, you originally gave it an eight at the beginning. What are you feeling now? I think uh, I'm still probably sticking with an eight, just because I I do think this, this is amazing. I think an eight is great. Um, there is a movie being in the works, so I think the movie will probably come out before season two ever comes out. But it did a good job of setting all that stuff up to where, like. It did a it's like probably an A as far as setup, but just the show as a whole, I probably stick with that. Stick with a B, the A. Okay, wow. so your 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 grade originally dropped. You gave it an eight point five at the beginning. When we first talked about it. Oh, uh, my bad. Last yeah, episode. so no, no, I mean oh, last okay, episode. You're right. You're yeah. gonna drop. I give it eight. I give it eight. Yeah. Okay. What what movie is coming out? Uh, it's gonna be the Mandalorian. Everything is coming together, essentially. Yeah. Uh. Um, Mandalorian, um, this, you know what I'm saying, Boba Fett, they're all kind of all going up against Thrawn. I'm assuming that's what the movie is, but that's gonna, there's gonna be a movie that this is all set up for. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Larry, after talking about the episode, what do you give it? Man, I, I look, I still ain't gonna lie to y'all, but my, my, really, my heart was broken because I'm thinking that. This was in between Rebels and Four, and I'm like, I can't wait for Thrawn to meet up with Vader and see what the hell's happening because that's just something that we didn't know. But um, I'm gonna give this. David hyped me back up with it with this new entity that I don't know anything about. I will. Uh, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna go with the 8.5 just because of the setup to if what David is talking about. And then it's gonna be good. Spencer, what are you giving it? Uh, I'll give it an eight. 
Okay. So you your uh, grade actually went up. So when we first reviewed it from last episode, you gave it a seven point five. Now you're in at eight. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, I'm still sticking with my eight point five. I really enjoyed the show. Um. So I'm gonna stick with that. David, what are you giving it? I'm sticking with my nine. I I, I think they set it up great to where. Actually, they set it up so great. They got a lot of room to fail. <laughs> they got so much room to fail. But they set it up so great, and I think it ended on such a high point. I am enthralled to see how they do with the the next season and the eventual movie. Yeah. Uh, one final thing for me, for real. I will say that this looked better than any other Marvel TV show, um, in my opinion. Oh, ten times. Story was better than any Marvel TV show, in my opinion. Any? Bro. Um, yeah, I, I would say yeah. uh I agree. story wise, story wise, yes. No, just TV, just just Disney Plus TV. Yeah. Interesting. I got to Facebook for later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever said this in a group or not, but to be on record with hearing my voice, Loki was trash and I'm not excited about season two. Ooh. It's gonna, yeah, we're going to have to pick this back up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to have to. I'll watch it. Loki is the closest to a movie budget like this was, in my opinion. Like season Loki two. was beautiful. And nah, I wouldn't. <laughs> only, thing, only, thing, only thing cool about Loki was that I saw Jonathan Majors and he was supposed to be Kang and I got excited that Kang going to come through and do what he got to do. Other than that, I was like, I don't know, people raving about this show for him. We shall see. Yeah, we will, we will definitely have to discuss that in chat for sure. If the people want to see Larry on our review of Loki, uh, there's a great place they can let us know that. That's yeah. right. Well, uh, is there anything else? Or is that it? I think we're good for now. We can always pick this up at another As time. A, you know there's always <laughs> there's always more, but yeah. uh David, Larry, thank you so much for being yeah. here. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Anytime, yeah. every time. Had a good well, time. With that being said, we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. <laughs>